Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Trish. Hi, T. How are you? I'm good. You got your wine, girl? I do. I do. You? (laughs) No, no. I got to keep a clear head. (laughs) (laughs) Boo, it's been a doozy. Listen, I'm going to leave that to you because I know when you have a little bit, you get real silly. (laughs) I promise I'll behave. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, so we're waiting on Keish to come over and I'm going to bring over the YouTube side, okay? Right. All right, hold on. Okay, we are live. I, I got Trish with us, guys. Keisha will be over pretty darn soon. Hey, everybody. Yep. Oh, okay, there we go. All right. Yes, welcome, everybody. Hello, hello. It's like 18 of y'all. Y'all were waiting at the front door. Until, <laughs> until the door was unlocked. And everybody was like, uh, where are they? Well, we are here. Yes, we are. And we'll, uh, Keisha's going to pop in pretty soon, too. So, all right. So, let me go ahead and do our formal introduction. And then we're going to go ahead and break it all down. So, welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha, Trish, and I will re- uh, recap both The Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful for the week of August the 28th through September 1st. Hey, Keish. Hey, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, you all right? Okay. Yeah, I am. I just wasn't sure. I, I was using some new earbuds, and I wasn't sure how well the sound would be. Okay. It's not like, it's, it's, I can hear you, but it's not like usual where it sounds like you like up front and center. What about now? Still Hello? Yeah, you're still kind of low. You're trying to be hands-free, girl? Is this bad? I was trying to. Oh, gosh, yes. That's perfect. Okay. I turned them off. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, as I was saying, as Keisha popped in, we're recapping the Young and the Restless and the Bold and the Beautiful for the week of August 28th through September First, can you guys believe we already we only got three months left in the year? I can't believe no. it. Hi Trish. Hi Keish. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Busy, crazy week. Oh, tell me about it. Thanks. Oh, gosh. Anywho, yes, it's been crazy over here too because my son is relocating. Oh, oh my goodness. Going. That's exciting. Yeah, he remember he graduated from college back in May, right? Mm-hmm. 
So he did get he did lock in a position in Minneapolis. Oh, good for him! Fantastic. Yeah, I know. It took me about two weeks to wrap my head around it because you know that's my baby. Yeah, cannot imagine. Yeah, now both both your babies are out of state, huh? <laughs> mm. One of them is six hours to the east, and the other one is six hours to the west. Go figure. Oh. Well, listen, it'll just be some places to travel. There will, and you should be so proud. I am. I mean, hey, listen, this is what, you know, their dad is deceased. He's been, he passed away 10 years ago, and this is what we had planned from them way back when, mm-hmm. when we decided to have children. So, Aww. yep, I am happy for both of them, even though, oh, they're not little anymore. I'm so used <laughs> to running around behind kids. <laughs> Thank goodness for video conferencing. I know, and, and FaceTime. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Look like everybody is strolling in. So we're going to do the first half of the show is the young and the restless. And then the second half is the bold and the beautiful. And then we're going to flip some scripts, which is um, if there's a particular scene or storyline that we wish we could change, that's where we flip the script. And then also who's taking some seats this week? Somebody got on your nerves, tell them to go sit down somewhere, who's taking several seats. That's that segment. All righty, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's go ahead. Let me do the summary. One second. And then we'll break down the young and the restless. Okay, all the 28. Okay. Um, okay, so, oh, wait a minute. Okay, there we go. Diane saved Ashley's life. Nikki asked Audrey, oh, no, that's the wrong thing. Sorry. Okay, so, Victor and Nikki discuss Audrey's future. Elena moves on from Nate and Adam fights for control. Um, Sharon wants out. Sally refuses Adam's job and and accept Nick's money and Devon offers Mariah and Tessa advice. Diane saves Ashley from choking while Tucker stirs the pot as Billy and Jack have a fallen out. Sharon drops a truth bomb on Adam and Audra leaves Kyle hanging for Nate. And September 1st, Nikki warns Audra to leave Kyle or lose her job, and Jack and Ashley agree to settle their differences. All righty. So where y'all want to start first? Uh, you want to do Mariah and Tessa first? Oh, yeah, yeah. We can get that one out of the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why are you laughing, Trish? Oh, just the way she threw that out there. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I know. She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get that out of the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're all boring to me. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm boring ever since they stopped having, like, the typical soap drama with mm-hmm. the, the back and forth lies and, um, like, the, the whole thing where Tessa's sister was in trouble and all that kind of stuff. They haven't yeah. been to watch I would have to agree with that I would have to agree with that I mean it's cool that they're doing a, an awareness story yeah um, but I always hate when they do wait a minute I couldn't hear you it wasn't clear oh, I, said, 
<clears throat> I always hate whenever they do stuff like that with the babies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, honest, to be honest with you, and I like, like I say, I like the awareness. I talked about it on the spoilers last mm -hmm. week. Yep. However, I did fast forward through those scenes. I'm sorry. Yeah. I get it. It's just not a lot of energy there. I mean, of course, there's a, a you know, a, um, a family. Baby Aria is losing her, you know, she couldn't hear. I don't, I don't know. I just think they can give Tessa and Mariah some different scripts at this point yeah. to work on. Maybe something to kind of give their particular storyline a little bit more energy. Yeah, they need something. Because they yep. ain't Hmm. The last couple, even like with the the whole adoption thing, like of course it was super sweet. They finally got their baby and all that kind of stuff, but just leading up to it was it was just we could we could do this in five minutes each week with them. We don't need like a a whole day of yeah. talking about what they're going through. It's, I know it sounds crappy, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, I actually watching it was, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm the type of person that I just watch the shows. I want the excitement, the drama, the fashion, you know, the fast moving and um, those, the types of problems that are too real. I don't know. It's just not my, yeah. I'm, I don't really get that into it because I've got way too much real stuff as it is. Let's, let's get to the, to the corporate <laughs> espionage and all that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, baby situation. I totally <laughs> forgot about that drama. The baby situation was fine when she was carrying the baby. That was the last time she had an exciting uh, storyline. Yeah, the kidnapping and everything. That was really good. Right. I agree with you. You know, I mean, hey, say John Lover. He said, "Say hi to him." But see, you came in here in the <laughs> chat talking about Thomas and Hope. <laughs> <laughs> He came, St. St. John came in here talking right out the gate, talking about hope is tripping. Oh, too funny. <laughs> that's, that's reactive listening instead of responsive listening. <laughs> he said, uh, he or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, I apologize, but it says, hey, I'm new, hope is tripping. Why don't she marry Thomas? <laughs> she acts like she has a mental problem. They're good together and I supported them. Now I don't know what hope is doing to go back to Liam. Too funny. Oh, too Listen. funny. We're not there yet. <laughs> oh, we're going to, we, hey, stick around, St. John. We're going to, um, we're going to definitely rip that storyline, a new one. Um, but welcome. Hello, hello, hello. All right. And then shout out to Jay Money and Bree in the chat. My mods, uh, they just put a message to hit that like button. So you guys, it's 76 in here and we ain't been on 11 minutes. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and hit that like button to let uh, the algorithm YouTube know to send some more folks over here. So last week at one point we were up to over a little over a hundred people. And hey, you wasn't in the chat on Tuesday. I did a uh, a one hour chat talking about that whole thing with Hope and Thomas this week. You did? Yes. Oh, cool. Why did you tell me? I I, I didn't message you. No, <laughs> you know it was at work. It was like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Were you at work? 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to get on. Yeah, Bree was at work too. She didn't pop in until the end. Uh, yeah, it was always at work. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, yeah, see, I get off at like two thirty. So yeah, yeah, I, I start so early in the morning. But um, yeah, I did a live, and it got up to a hundred and thirty something in there on Tuesday. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, cool. yeah, we talked about briefly about how hope. Um, said that she don't love him, but she um, she don't mind sleeping with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah, we, that's not a bad arrangement. <laughs> hey, what you said, not a bad arrangement. So, <laughs> so we're going to dive deep into that. But a lot of them, they watched on replay. Um, yeah, some of them were actually here, and mm-hmm. then some of them watched the replay. But yeah, hit the like button. If you're not subscribed, Hit, make sure you subscribe. We, we're now at 97, a little over 9,700. So I think last week we were at like 95, 96. So y'all are coming up, bringing folks in. Appreciate it. And, um, you know, let's see if we can get to 10K. All right. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Um, all right. So, yeah, I mean, with the whole, st- I mean, we had Sharon kind of, talk about what's going on over at SNA with Mariah and Tessa, but that still didn't really give them any type of a jolt to me. Uh-huh. Maybe if Tessa or Mariah starts getting yeah, Mariah, maybe if she starts getting involved with the business stuff, she'll get a little more although I don't know like what she could possibly well, say. Well, did y'all see the fall preview video that I did? I hadn't seen it yet. Okay. Well, the fall preview is out, and this storyline with Tessa and Mariah and the baby is going to be lingering for a little while. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and we're going into the fall with this one. Oh. Yep. Huh. All right. Anybody else got anything to say about that storyline? Yeah. <laughs> no. Because you brought up Sharon. Um, mm-hmm. is, it, is it just me, or does she kind of poof her mouth and nose out when she's admonishing Adam. Like <laughs> she makes this face every time she admonishes him. And I'm like, what man, you aren't his mom. He doesn't need to be admonished. She was uh I don't think I've ever seen Sharon get in Adam's face the way she did uh-huh. this week. At least not just over something as uh casual as a I guess a, a disagreement when it comes to the business mm-hmm. I just like she just suddenly turned on him mm-hmm. and it was just me the way she did that yeah I thought so too I mean you know everybody knew what he was gonna do he's always wanted control that's no secret I don't know what the big surprise is so let me ask you guys a question do you think but well, I mean, we did have the blackmail of Audra, but Audra is just as snaky as he is, so I don't yeah. know if you want to call that a wash. But with his decision on what he wanted to do with the businesses, was Adam wrong? No, he was not wrong. Everything yeah. he said made sense. They just didn't want it coming from him. Exactly. Yeah. What you about to say, Keisha? I was going to say, obviously, it must have been a good idea because isn't that what Victor ended up doing in the end? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They were just I, the way he went about it. Yes. 
And the thing is, I don't know, and I, I don't know if you guys remember, but Victoria manipulated that company away from Adam by lying on him. Right. And Victor believed the lie. Right. So why wouldn't that that man built that company? That used to be Syaxeries. And he built that company up, brought in Sally as the COO and, you know, uh, Chelsea and, and all them folks was over there. But he built that company. Victoria wanted to steal it from him. She lied about it. Victor believed the lie and ended up taking the company and giving it to Victoria. Why wouldn't he be pissed? Why wouldn't he want it back? Yeah, I, they all just totally overreacted to to that blackmail of Audra. Exactly, I, agree. I absolutely agree. I mean, yeah, it was blackmail, but at the same time, it's not. They've all done it. They've all, you know, worn More different people. masks or whatever, literally <laughs> and figuratively. So I don't know why everybody's so so hypocritical. Yeah. Well, I mean, and the thing is, Vic. I mean, Adam said it himself. He was like, "I'm just doing exactly what's in your playbook." Right. Victor has blackmailed so many people over the past four or five decades to get companies, hostile takeovers, mm -hmm. all types of things. Gaslighting Sharon, who, oh God, I got to go in on Sharon this week. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you brought that girl when Mariah gaslit her with Mariah's face. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. And you yep. got the nerve to be mad at him talking about he should have shown some humility. Right. But let me go in on Sharon a little bit. See, Sharon, I, I don't feel sorry for her because a lot of people say she got a raw deal. I do not feel sorry for Sharon. Sharon been around the Newman family for four decades. You know how they operate. You used to even warn Adam about his family. Yep. But yet you go and you take Kirsten Incorporated and offer it to Victor. Did you actually think he was going to give it back? <laughs> you want to take your ball and go home. I'm sorry. It don't work like that way in business. That's why you need to stick to pouring coffee. Yeah. Now, that's just my rant. I'm I sorry. mean, there could be a good faith clause. You know, she went into it one way and it's working out where it's now pretty much just a hostile takeover. So depending upon the language of the contract, which probably mm -hmm. Victor's people wrote, she I mean, she could have a leg to stand on, but she probably doesn't. I don't know. Well, here's the thing, because you work in a lot of contracts and stuff, right, Trish? Mm hmm. Yes. And why would she even think that a big company behemoth like Newman Enterprises was just going to say, oh, yeah, here, take your company back. You can have it. No problem. Oh, that's just pipe um, <laughs> dreams. I mean, nobody with a realistic brain would ever think that that would happen. Nobody's given anything back now. It's on paper. And now you got to go to court. And all that's going to do is pay a lot of lawyers a lot of money. Yeah, which do she have that kind of money to be tied up in court for all those years? You know, I don't know how much cash was involved with that. And I also don't know how much money she got, you know, divorcing Nick, divorcing. You know, I have no clue. I just I know she's obviously rich, but she lives in a house that was given to her. Um, mm -hmm. It's not like she has a lot of bills. No, she ain't got Newman money, though. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. She exactly. may be rich, but she's not wealthy. <laughs> right. And listen, did you hear her call Michael? And I'm like, wait a minute. Michael works for Victor. For Victor. That's what I thought. I thought, well, I would think she would call Heather. That's what I said. Well, I mean, woman power. Why not do that? 
she could have easily called Heather and mm-hmm. say, hey, listen, I got you call Michael, right. who works for Victor Newman. Oh, he's Maybe on retainer, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. They've been that way for decades. <laughs> when she did that, I'm looking at the screen like, you do realize, Sharon, that the, uh, Michael works for Victor. <laughs> so do you actually think that he's going to tell his boss to give you your company back. Mm-mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl, Craziness. That was crazy to me. And then like, who was that one of you guys? I think that was Trish. How she talking down to Adam like a child. Yep. It was, that was, to me, I was watching that going, man, that's where you just turn around and walk out. That You don't have to take that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, by the way, Keisha, Trish got her wine over there, so prepare for turbulence. I, y'all, it was a long week. <laughs> very, very long week. A very long. Thankfully, we get to have a long weekend away, so that's a good thing. I know, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Now, you know we got to go in on Nicholas. You know it. Oh, oh God. He was so annoying. But go ahead. Who want to go first? Keish? I mean, all I have to say about it is he's also, I feel like, the same way Sharon did. Of course, the relationship was a little bit different there, but Mm -hmm. I don't understand how you go from weeks of I understand where you're coming from, kind of almost like they had a little bit of camaraderie for, you know, over the fact that they are going to work together. And then all of a sudden, he's the worst person on earth again. I'm exactly. just going back and forth with him. Exactly. You're talking about uh, Nicholas being hot and cold? With Adam, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It's almost like every day that they record Nick and Adam together, they flip a coin. And it's heads, right. we're going to get along in this scene. Tails, we're not. Take it from there. And scene. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just calling it like I see it. Oh my God! It, it, I mean, Nicholas. I think it lasted two weeks before uh-huh. they started um, going at each other's throats. Right. Like, what was the point of even introducing this idea? <laughs> yeah, it was stupid to put them three together. Yeah. In a, I mean, seriously. And so with Nicholas is just uh, that. Oh, we got to talk about Thursday. Was that Wednesday or Thursday's episode? That entire episode was at the Newman Ranch. Oh, all those dream sequences of getting my way versus getting my way or getting her way. That was exactly something else. I, what I didn't understand because we got in that promo where uh, um, Nicholas was punching Adam. That was actually Adam's dream. And I'm like, who dreams of getting punched in the face? Right. A masochist? What? <laughs> a masochist? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We are talking about Adam. There is no way I'm going to fantasize somebody punching me in the face. No, I've never wanted to be punched in the face. Not, um, not ever. I'm like, who the heck dumb idea was that? I don't know. Okay, so Bree dropped. Thanks for the super chat, Bree. She said, somebody please tell me how Nick is still given an executive position 
when he doesn't even want to be there, but Adam with the Harvard degree is out of a job. Girl, listen, they are jealous of that man. Been trying to figure that out ever since Adam got there from Harvard. Yeah, I don't get it. And you can tell Adam knows what he's doing. It's because I mean, that's, that, I mean, that's all it is. It's just that it's Adam. They don't have a real reason for it. Nope. They don't. And it just sucks because it just, it's like they all whine and crying talking about Adam always get chances and Victor always looks out for him. And I'm like, are we on the Lulu Island or what? Yes. It's more hypocrisy. I just wish at some point the writers would give the viewers enough credit to, to give us something um, that makes sense and is cohesive. Mm-hmm. This flip-flopping thing is, I mean, obviously I'm always going to watch, but it's like, really? Come on, man. Yeah. Man, listen, I'm so sick of uh, Nicholas always fussing at him. Oh, stop being on you. You acting like a child. I'm like, he's saying everything. They're always playing the victim. That's what they, that's what they told Exactly. Me. Exactly. And it's just like, Nicholas, just shut up. Right. And just like they said about him, you always one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. What did you guys think about what they had to say about Nicholas? It, there's no lie. <laughs> About him not always wanting to be at the company. Yeah. Well, we'll have him one foot in and one foot out. Uh, well, yeah, he does. Well, and it's always conditional. With that him. Is true. Everything is. is conditional. And if you don't meet the conditions for the agreement, because everything has to be an agreement, you can't just be. Um, there's you're always going to lose because no one can live up to that standard or expectation. There's just no way. Everybody's human. People are fallible. The one thing I'll say about Nicholas, though, and working at the uh, at the family business is they always ask him to come back. I don't remember in the past however many years Nicholas going to them and saying, I want to do this. Right. It's always them going to him and asking him to come and take a position because they need him. He needs to be in the family business and blah 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 like so he he it's like they are seeking him out it's yep. not him coming to them asking for a position That's so they true. can't really i mean they can't say you always have one foot in one foot out but it's like well you guys are the ones that are coming to me for it i'm not coming to you asking for a job but i think that's probably why he has one foot in one foot out because they did come to him and he took it with hesitation and so he's mm-hmm. not fully committed i think that's what they mean by one foot in one foot out put out right is that he's not mm-hmm. committed and i think he's done that too in some relationships in his life where he's kind of, <laughs> sort of <laughs> you know i'm sort of in it but mm, maybe yeah. not he- i agree with the one he just said he liked it when nick left newman i think he i did too he gets, yeah. he gets into his he gets into this chaos in his mind and how he acts and I just don't think that he's built for that type of that type of field. I mean, yeah, he run New Hope, but New Hope is more about um, humanitarian work. You know yeah. what I mean? I think it's more of a like Nick can definitely run the show, but Nick is a servant leader, whereas Adam is cutthroat hatchet man leader. But he's not. That's a driver, not a leader. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. 
that makes sense. I just I just want him to stop whining and crying. That's same about Adam. He can't get Adam is taking up rent free in his head. He goes to the coffee house. Sharon had to talk him down. I don't know how many times. Do we have to talk about Adam, Nick? Let's just let it go. Sally had to talk him down. We don't mm-hmm. have to talk about Adam. It's just Adam is always on this man's mind and he's pissed off about it all the time. Well, stop yeah. thinking about him. Rent free. Yep. So, yes, yeah, Jenna, Jenna said Nick is not cut out for big business. <laughs> he's not. He's not a shark. Mm-mm. Let me ask you guys something right quick going back to Sharon. Do you think that she can actually, from what we've seen, because I know some people are like, oh, you know, she's doing fine. She's just trying to get her feet wet and all that. Do you think that she would make it in big business herself? No. No. Yeah, I agree with you. She's just as soft-hearted as Nick is. Yep. It's not even the soft-heartedness. She's actually naive. Even where she is in this life. She has a naivete about her that she believes what people are telling her. And at that level, people tell you what you want to get what they want. Right. What you want to hear. Yeah. I mean, it's just just to see the fact that, you know, I kind of wish that the way that they wrote this storyline, that when she took the idea, when she got camp or Kirsten's business, she originally, the first person she ran to and offered it to was Adam. Adam was the one mm-hmm. that said, let me think about it. And then when things crashed and burned with Victor the first time, he come running back to Sharon talking about, let me run it. That was the same day that her and Chance was in the back room. Remember? Yep. Yeah. And Adam come beating on the door. I remember. Yeah. And- <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> yeah. Interrupted their little session back, back there. But I think she should have just left it right there. The problem is, is that between the time that Adam came back and him thinking about it, she also offered it to Victor too. That's where she screwed up. Because I honestly believe if she had just teamed up with Adam, Adam with his business sense, he could have took that little tech company somewhere. Yep. Mm -hmm. I mean, tech is big business right now, depending on, you know, what you do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Never won't be. Yeah, well, she won't. I don't know. Unless something changes in the next few weeks, she is out. Because now that leads us to this other part of the storyline, which is Victor's decision. What do you guys think about Victor making Nikki sole CEO of Newman Media? I mean, I think he made her babysitter. (laughs) I mean, I do. I really do. She's supposed to now be the voice of reason and deal with all the kids. That's how I felt, too. Did you? Good. I thought. And on the other side of that, also, she's going to do whatever Victor wants her to do. Exactly. Victor's not going to have to argue with her like he might have to do with Victoria or Nick or Adam. Like, Nikki is going to fall in line with whatever Victor wants because between the two of them, Victor is the one that has the business experience and the knowledge and she's not going to go against him. Well, I mean, here's the thing. She wasn't even expecting it. And then she was like, let me think about it. 
You know, and so, and I mean, I get it, but it's like Victor. You just thought that she was going to take the darn thing, and I guess obviously she will, because we kind of saw September 1st episode. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't, and then Audra is working under her, which is going to lead to a, a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then of course, Adam is out and Sharon walked because she, there was no position for her. Am I correct? I didn't miss anything. Because I was like, well, Adam is out. Sharon is out. Phyllis is now out. I thought Nate was out, but it looks like he's still going to be COO because Nick is co-CEO. Mm-hmm. So with in with uh, Adam keep I mean Adam with uh Victor keeping her company she's she don't have anything does she No Go ahead uh Keish. I don't know I was asking who you're talking about Sharon Yes Yeah I that so this whole swapping roles and who has what company I I think I've watched this this week's episodes Mhm at least twice and I was totally confused about where this left Sharon right so usually when you merge two companies like that on paper you're going to have a certain amount of ownership in the what is the roll up she's got to still have something that's why he said he would buy her out right she walks away she won't have a buyout but she'll still have stock but she won't have any say because they can literally make that stock pretty much uh, just a fraction of what it, what it started out as if, you know, once they start maneuvering with shares and all that kind of thing. So uh, yeah, she, she, she'll still have something, but it won't be anything like what she envisioned or wanted. Hmm. Well, I, yeah. Cause I mean, they really didn't give us any idea. They just showed us her calling Michael for help you know she walked out she won a company back Victor was like ain't gonna happen I'll buy you out she don't want the buyout if she don't want the money he don't want to get back the company like you said she still have a, a stake but she doesn't have a position at all where she worked with the company right no say no job yeah right <clears throat> well I mean like I said I don't feel sorry for her because you know how Victor operates Right. You did this to yourself. She did it to herself. Exactly. Which means Mariah, what what happens with Mariah? Oh, that's right. Because she hired Mariah. Mariah quit her job over at Jabot. Well, they didn't name any of the lower level employees and they would be so far down the chain. They were really only worried about the C-suite, right? What position did Sharon even offer Mariah? Do you guys, I don't remember what was. I thought it was marketing, digital marketing or something. Okay. This storyline to me, it's, it's like the meme where you're confused about something and you see question marks and like division signs and multiplication signs and all that stuff floating around. (laughs) Yeah. When I watch them talk about what's going on with these businesses, I just, it's just like, what a word salad <laughs> like, what is yeah like just I, I it's just so much back and forth and all the arguing and 
who's doing what and who's moving to what position. And it's like this storyline to me has been very chaotic. Like I have to sit there and literally focus on every word to figure out what's going on. (laughs) Well, and they never talk about like, they don't ever, they're not ever going to give you exactly what the business does and what it's focused on, but they're going to talk about the business of the business. And that way it's so high level. They don't have to commit to any storyline within that. (laughs) Yes. I mean, just like Adam said, you know, um, what what is that called? Musical chairs, and I'm like he said, all these musical chairs, and I'm the one left standing. Cause yes, that's did. exactly what it is. Imagine some chairs in the middle of the floor, and everybody walking around them until the music stops, and then you just sit where you may. I mean, it's just crazy to me how they wrote this storyline, and then Adam is the one that's out. Okay, a devastating story. Uh, as a child, when I was like four years old, I was the one left standing in musical chairs. It was really awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy, Trish. You are too funny. <laughs> Whoa, the drama. Right. Jay Money said that's what Mariah gets, too. Didn't nobody tell her to leave that cush job just because Kyle wasn't there anymore. True. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was a cush job. Now, St. John said, I want Victoria and Nate fired. Now, that's a good story. <laughs> he ain't going to fire Victoria. Well, he, he will. And he'll always bring her back. Yeah. Well, the she'll be gone for about a month or two and right. they'll offer her another position. Or like oh, last time for 48 hours. <laughs> right. I don't know about that because, again, the fall preview is out. And, oh. Yeah. Victor's taking. Uh, it's a, a spoiler alert. Victor's mm-hmm. taking the reins and Victoria is out for blood. Wow. Mm. So both her and he gonna Victor gonna have it coming from both sides, Victoria and Adam. Maybe they'll finally team up. <laughs> that mean, would be nice. It would. Y'all, that scene with Victor in the punching bag, man. Oh they don't need to be giving him that stressful of a scene. I was really concerned. <laughs> I was scared. I'm looking at, at, at Eric Braden like, man. All right, now. <laughs> be careful, man. <laughs> we love you a lot, dude. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I know you got something to prove because I know part of him, he went through some things this year and he beat it. Yeah. So when he was saying, I will not be defeated, I'm thinking like, man, maybe he put the energy. He was on pulling me. the energy. I thought that too. Right. Because he beat cancer this year. So that's, and that's awesome for him. Yes. I just gave two fist pumps. Yep. <clears throat> um, But yeah, that kind of. That kind of freaked me out for a little bit. But I had posted a picture. Remember that before he started punching the punching bag, he just sat down in the corner looking sad. Yes, with the profile shadow on the wall behind him. Right. And so I posted that on the Instagram and I put in um, the, the, what they call that? Not the comments, but. um, The caption. The caption. There you go. I put in the caption where it says, my kids get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> it was very Alfred Hitchcockish. I said, this is the perfect picture to put that caption to. I could imagine them sitting up there and them kids is just asking, my kids get on my nerves. I should have said <laughs> something else, but. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, that was funny. So yeah, she's the new CEO. Adam's out of a job. Sharon is out of a job. Nicholas is co-CEO. Audra is COO. And Kyle? Kyle is under a ultimatum. Which we got, let's talk about that piece because we saw Nikki decide to, now I was listening to Belinda from Soap Dirt earlier and let me know what you guys think about this. And I thought it was pretty interesting, but she said by putting an ultimatum like she did to Kyle and, well, Audra first, because the other part of the ultimatum is going to come later. Mm -hmm. Um... But to Audra, that's some form of a harassment. Is that, is, do you agree? Oh, if Audra was recording that, she could, there, yeah. that wouldn't be good. <laughs> yeah, she could, she could definitely. It's a hostile work environment. Of, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I, I was like, you know what? That does sound just about right. I didn't know. I was like, huh? Because technically, your boss have no business in getting yeah. into your personal life. Unless you're breaking a morality clause. Correct. That would be the only way that, that, that Nikki would not get in trouble. Well, Victoria broke that morality clause yeah. she made a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, she, did. she broke it a lot. A lot. And often. I know, right? But <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Keish. Oh, no, I was just laughing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for uh, her to tell Audra, you know what? You keep your job as COO if you let uh, if you let Kyle go. Well, she looking like ooh. Now, actually, I thought she would drop kick Kyle because did you hear what she said to Nate? Yep. She told Nate, "Oh, ain't nothing really going on with it," because they like they they faked it in front of that man because Nate was like, "Oh, don't get ahead of yourself. You probably still out of job." And then when he walked away, Nate was like, you do realize that he probably <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Audra was very, um, I, I thought maybe she was going to be a little bothered by it, but she was like, oh, he'll be fine. <laughs> Kyle just walked out of Bama Rush. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and she was like, oh, it's nothing serious between us anyway. So <laughs> He's We're a like, bitch. <laughs> and so Nate was like, yeah, but does he know it? <laughs> no, you don't know it until they come let you know. <laughs> but I they, got. <laughs> and Money said, oh, sorry. I was just going to say, Jay Money said, I was wondering. Let's see. I was actually wondering, will Audra go to Victor again and tell him what Nikki did? Ooh, I don't know. think Victor would care. No, I don't think it would care either. But by her finding out that Victor fancies her. She's going to use that. She tried using that against Victoria, remember? Mm -hmm. And now, you know, she knows through Nikki that, you know, I'm like, Nikki, why do you tell her that? Because she told her, you know, for some reason, Victor really likes your bitch. And I'm like, you don't want Audra to know that. Right. <laughs> no. But I don't think Victor knows the uh, knows that Audra and Kyle are messing around. So mm -hmm. I don't think going to Victor about mm -hmm. Nikki basically blackmailing her when mm -hmm. it comes to Kyle. Mm -hmm. uh, Victor is going to pick his granddaughter over Audra. Every time. Uh, Jay Money said puppy dog Kyle is about to get laid to pasture. 
He sure is. <laughs> he sure is. And Audra is not going to care. No, Audra don't care about this. Well, again, fall, fall preview. They're going to sneak around. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to probably get what you're looking for, Keisha. What's that? Sharon and Chance. Not Sharon. Summer and Chance. Oh, really? All right. Yep, I'll, that's in the fall preview too. I'll take it. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Mm-hmm. As long as I don't have to see anybody spit out a grape, I'm good. Oh God, we know we got to talk about the Abbots. <laughs> 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 now I know you and Jenna probably <laughs> even after Diane has saved Ashley's life, y'all still probably don't believe. That she is a hundred percent what they call that um redeemed redeemed or reformed. Well, she might be slightly rehabilitated. Okay. I don't even think the old Diane would have sat there and watched somebody die. She, I can't, she, I don't know. Do you really I mean nobody would, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what Ashley because Ashley actually thinks. She said she actually thought that Diane would have probably just sit up there and let her choke on the grape. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, I felt like she was being a little dramatic. She's being definitely dramatic, Keisha. Because <laughs> Jenna said, I will never like Diane. <laughs> <laughs> we love Diane. And you know what, Jenna? That is okay. We get it. Because <laughs> I have characters that, that I have a disdain for as well. She said, "What she said? She said, I just think she's waiting for her chance. I guess, girl. Listen, I'm. I actually thought that that scene between Jack and Ashley was really touching. I, I did too. Really I did too. I enjoyed that. Me too. And, and you know what? I actually enjoyed the conversation between Adam and Billy. Me too. Yeah, I like seeing that." You know, for once out of a thousand years, they weren't throwing darts at each other. Right. They both were the black sheep of the family. They both feel like that they're misunderstood. He's the screw up and and Adam called himself a narcissist. I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. Yikes. <laughs> Did you hear him say that? I, I must have missed him say that. Yeah, he called himself a narcissist. Yeah. And I'm like, so. dude, don't. Nah, yeah. you know, I wouldn't. I don't want that like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I'm like, dang, they're not fighting. They're kind of hashing things out. He was, Billy was actually talking civil. We yep. heard a little bit low-level compliment from Adam to Billy. I'm like, okay, maybe we can maybe get them two to work together. Right. A new bromance. Right. Because remember when he was working over at Jabot, you know, he wanted him out. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess, okay, help me understand why Billy is so pissed off. I don't remember Jack saying anything that was crazy. Did you, and did I miss something? I I don't understand what's going on there either. I think when Jack even made that comment, that squirrely comment, that it just really ticked Billy off because Billy's been walking step in line with everything that Jack's wanted him to. 
uh-huh. and was, you know, putting on the show and everything. And um, I just think he was really uh, insulted um, when Jack made those comments. And and sibling rivalry is just one of those things that it can tank really fast. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, so do you think part of him is just pissed off because he actually maybe thought seeing himself in that position that Ashley and Tucker had originally, even though he was playing a role, there's a part of him, I think, that actually wants to run Jabal again. I think he's getting to that point as well. Did y'all see that Friday preview? Yes. Where he was telling Diane, there's only one person that can take this company to the next level or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he yeah. about him. My thing yeah. is, what is Diane going to say about that? I mean, she's going to back her husband. That's what I'm saying. Are you going to go tell your husband what your, what your brother-in-law said? You know she is. Yeah. So why did Billy tell her that in the first place? I don't, maybe he don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Set up is a curiosity, isn't it? I know, right? How far will you go when you are fed up? Yeah, I know. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be pretty interesting. I just don't. We got a, a brief period of Billy being the voice of reason. Yeah, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that version of Billy. Don't take him dark. And that's why it bothered me so much that Jack even put him into in this position where he's basically, you know, betraying Ashley and then Ashley in turn did the same thing on her end. So he's going back and forth between the two, which of course he was really just working with Jack and making Ashley think he was working with her. But that's why that it, it made me so mad that they even did that with him because they know how he can get. So why mm-hmm. even put him in position? I think I said this last week. And this is and and Bree is right. He said, she said, Billy feels used um, like a puppet by his siblings. And that's exactly what they've been doing with him. Yeah, but he, he signed he up allowed for it, though, Jack. right, Keish? Yeah. He did. He signed up for it with Jack. He allowed yep. them to do that. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like he was tricked into it. You signed up, you knew exactly when you were being a Trojan horse, is what they called it. Yeah. So you're going to get mad about being used when you the one signed up to be used. <laughs> so, I, yeah. I, These people are doing this stuff to themselves. Absolutely. Um, now, we'll have, now Jack is paranoid. Say it again, Keisha. I said now Jack is paranoid over Billy. I know. Now them two look like uh, Ashley and, and Jack have come to a truce but yeah. now Billy is on the outs yep. and then the other thing what really pushed the buttons in this whole thing is Tucker throwing Billy under the bus to Jack when they was at the house when he was moving out because that's what started that yeah you know and they got into a whole mm-hmm. argument and I'm like y'all know that what this man is trying to play you right Y'all gonna listen to him and then get into a whole argument over what Tucker said. Right. Uh, Jenna said it was Diane who suggested that he be the Trojan horse. I totally forgot about that. Yep, that, yeah, was that is correct. It absolutely was. 
Oh, St. John said, never underestimate a stripper. Nikki could be <laughs> learning from Victor all these years. Oh, yeah. She's never, John. ever not heard everything. <laughs> man, St. John lover, man. 40 years. <laughs> what you say? I said, Nikki ain't been a stripper in 40 years, and they still throwing that in her face. <laughs> I know, right? She's branded. <laughs> so yeah, Jenna said said this. She said, "Why is Ashley going to Paris?" She she said that she would tolerate Diane, and then she turned around and book a flight. Maybe she just needs a break. Yeah, I can. I need a break. So <laughs> need a I, I just want to go to Paris. <laughs> I just want to go. To Paris. <laughs> can somebody take me to Paris? I know, right? <laughs> Give me a shoe. Let me take a. What about two weeks or so? That's yeah, and I don't just mean like regular Paris. I mean take me to Paris like Ashley Abbott goes to Paris. <laughs> Listen, the look like Steffi going to Paris too, or somewhere over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we talk about that later. Oh, Jay Money said a stripper running Newman Media. See, he's still he's still holding that over here. Um. <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Did we cover everything? I think so. Yeah, I it was all about Newman's this week. It was. Those flashbacks took a long time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even understand why we had three fantasies in one episode. I know. It was unnecessary. I loved uh, Esther's scenes, though. I thought they were cute. Oh, yeah. Nikki yeah. was wrong for what she told. Esther was like, man, I'm I'm about to lose my job. And Nikki was like, get over it. Right. Yeah, Nikki was very nasty to her. I didn't like her tone of voice. She was I didn't mean it. Uh-uh. No. Oh, I'm trying to remember, like, was there something in the past where they didn't like each other? No. Not that I, I remember. Yeah. I just... Mr. Between... C were always close, and so were Esther or um, Mrs. C and... Nikki. Yeah. There was a lot of good scenes with them. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. They always treat Esther so bad. Even Jill. They talk down to her like she I know she used to be a maid, but it's yeah. like that don't mean you gotta talk crazy to No, people. it doesn't. Well They're Jill and Esther. Yeah. Jill and Esther have never really gotten along. Yeah. Right. So I expect, but I didn't I didn't understand why Nikki was talking to her like that. Same. Yeah, that's crazy to me. She didn't need to say that to her. That's didn't ridiculous but um yeah i forgot all about that scene we got a little bit of devon he popped in because he, you know he had the cochlear implant and he yeah. was trying to console mariah and tessa about that and then that doctor popped in this week to give him the prognosis um but i think that was pretty much it it was all about newman business that's yep. it yeah for most of the week, you know. But so, that I hate how Nikki finally, uh, finally got Adam out. Oh, uh, got Adam out. Oh, I don't know. Where, where you at? Who are you talking about? Lashanta Stack. She said, "I hate how Nikki finally got Adam out." Oh yeah, I'm not happy about that. At all. I didn't like. I hated the way she talked to him uh-uh. this week. Yeah. So ugly. I mean, yeah. what kind of? No more entitled than what your daughter. Exactly. And what kind of a person, just like he said, who brings someone into a room to, I mean, they didn't just humiliate him. They mm-hmm. eviscerated him. 
They did. And it was un- Yeah, they did. And he even said it. He was like, you could have sent me a text message or an email. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you pointed that out. Yep. You had to embarrass me. You had needed an audience to do all of this. Yep. I don't One blame our writers. Please let this be the last time that Adam accepts anything from the Newmans. Please, for the love of God, let this man move on to a business that he owns and runs himself. Well, it looks like he's going to be sniffing around Sally's business, though. <laughs> because Nicholas is going to be busy helping Sharon, which why when I mentioned that whole thing about um, Summer and Chance, Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that, and I, I'm, I don't know if she's going to, because Victor is supposed to do Sharon a favor coming up in the next few weeks. I'm thinking that maybe she might get Cameron's business back. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, Nicholas is going to be over there helping Sharon, which mm-hmm. is going to take time away from Sally. And of course, I'm wondering if they're going to try to bring back Nick and Sharon together. Mm-hmm. Because the way the spoilers mm-hmm. look, like Summer is going to be gravitating to Chance and Adam is going to be gravitating towards Sally because Sally is going to get pissed off. Her patience is going to be tested because of them too. Mm. Yep. I don't see it. I'm, uh, the only couple out of the three you just named is <laughs> Summer and Chance. The other two couples, I don't want to see it. I'm over. I'm, I'm over Sally and Adam. I'm, yep. I've been over Nick and Sharon. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, we we did rinse, wash, and repeat of that whole Sharon and um, Nicholas thing for the past what thirty years? Yeah. You know, since they were teenagers. Are you okay, Trish? I'm sorry, y'all. This my allergies are just causing me this all of this clearing my throat. I apologize. Oh no problem. Just checking in on you. Yeah, it's it's that time of year. Every the leaves are drying up and all that stuff heading in the fall. Okay, so that was, I guess we did miss uh, or we didn't talk about um, Nick and uh, what's her name, Sally, taking the the money for her company. Girl, Adam down. Yeah, I forgot about that. What did you think about it? Um, I mean, it's, it's whatever. I, one thing that I didn't agree with was when Adam told her, like, uh, he didn't think it was a good idea because he felt like Nick was going to try to take over. And I'm like, I don't know if that would be, if that's necessarily true because he did the same thing for Phyllis and he wasn't involved in her company or her hotel at all. But you see how they wrote it. He turned around the next episode and was like, okay, so I'm here to help you with your company. And sure enough, Sally was like, uh, I don't need a partner. I just needed a donor. Yeah, he, he did do that. He did say, maybe I'll, maybe I'll just help you get your company off the ground. But I like that she, you know, instead of just not saying anything, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that she said what she said and she put it out there up front. Like I, you know, I, I really just need you to be a side. A silent partner in this, right? Right. <clears throat> I agree. Yep, I agree. Okay. So then I want 
wonder if maybe that will be another um, issue that they have because if Adam is going to be helping her with her company, I wonder if he's going to be like, well, dang, I offered to help and you told me to go away. Yeah, but the way that they got it sounding is that he's going to be really busy trying to get Sharon's stuff up off the ground. Making a name in the corporate world is what they said in the fall previews. Which but is she can't really be mad about that um, if she's already told him, I don't, I don't want you to help me. She can't be mad that he's helping Sharon. But think about it like this, Keisha. Um, Sally has been getting attention from both Adam and Nicholas hands-on. She enjoyed that whole back and forth. Now, mm-hmm. Nick is being all involved with Sharon. She's going to be like, wait a minute, where's the attention? Because, of course, Adam is still going to be there. But she yeah. liked the men fighting over her. If it comes from the standpoint of after hours, mm-hmm. Nick is still working and is taking away time, like their personal time, then I get it. But if it's if she starts to get upset about the fact that he's helping her get her business off the ground and not doing anything for <clears throat> her or not offering any input or whatever for um for Sally's business, then that right there, like she she doesn't really have a leg to stand on after telling him, I don't want your help. Okay, so what it has it stated says Nick and Sharon will work together to find their place in the corporate world, which would test Sally's patience, which Adam will use to his full advantage. So it looked like it's probably going to take up a lot of his time. And I guess away from his personal life too. Okay. So yeah, that's what I mean. And of course, with him, Adam taking full advantage, that you know, we know what that means. But I wish Adam would just find. Just, can we put him with Audra? I know I keep saying that, and I know <laughs> Audra is a snaky snake, but I want them two together. And you know, Kyle's just not it for me. He's just boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking into existence, maybe it'll happen eventually. I hope so. They got him gravitate because I mean, it seemed like Adam either he was stuck on Sharon for so long, and then they threw Chelsea in the mix, and then that got kind of toxic, didn't it? Though, Ooh. <laughs> that got- <laughs> very toxic, <laughs> very toxic, and then then they bring. Sally on and it was the hottest thing since sliced bread and then y'all put, messed it, up. put it the rest. Yeah, you messed it up last year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Bree said test Sally's patience. She better be happy to pay happy to pay for her hotel room. Right. <laughs> I mean Nicholas did ask her to move in and she was like, Nope. Multiple yeah. times. Yep. Oh, is that your puppy whining? Yes, I'm sorry. I just tried to tell him to play dead, and he looked at me like, no. okay, give me another treat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Kathy Caldwell said, can we please talk about the bold and the beautiful? Okay, so I don't know if you <laughs> just, just time. We talk about the young and the restless in the first half of the show. Second half of the show <clears throat> is the bold and the beautiful, and then we have two other segments. So I think we're almost done with all of the storylines for the young and the restless. 
And then we'll, you know, do our little housekeeping in between. And then we do the Bold and the Beautiful. So we will. Just hang tight. <laughs> but I appreciate you coming. All right. So um, I think we, we did cover everything. I, I don't think so. Yeah, because everything, it was all about the Newmans, SNA Media, the merger, um, people getting fired, people moving in different positions, and all of that stuff. But um, And Victoria's out of town again, so I think she's in L.A. I'm wondering, they should have crossed her over. I wonder what would that look like if they put Liam with Victoria? No. Boring. Oh, oh I don't see that. Victoria's kind of spicy. You don't think so? No. I mean, she got a little spicy with Nate. They, you know, we talked about how those scenes were a little bit more risque than her past scenes have been. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I just, I don't see her with Liam. I think Liam needs somebody stronger, spicier. She's pretty insecure when it comes down to it. Would you put her with Ridge? No. Hey. Yeah. Well, I'd put her with Wyatt. Wyatt. I'd put her with Bill. Okay, yeah, I'd do Bill too. Okay, I could see Victoria and Bill. Yeah. Yeah, she she's somebody to pull her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's Victoria is very cutthroat. Mm-hmm. So Bill would be right up her alley. Okay. They'd but, be yeah. jumping out of airplanes. Wait a minute. Dewan said Victoria would blow Liam's back out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Y'all been hanging around Jay Money too long. Right. Too funny. <laughs> All right. So, as let's us move on and we'll talk about bold. But before we do, make sure you guys hit that like button and if you're not subscribed hit the subscribe button i did post the um <clears throat> on the young on the young and the restless i did the fall preview and the bold and the beautiful so those two videos are up talking about the upcoming storylines and um i'm going to do the full spoilers this weekend and then we have a blog, I'm on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads, and X, which is uh, the old Twitter. So you can find all that fun stuff over there, depending on which platform you prefer. So we'll put it right there. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into bold. And let me do the summary, and then we'll break it all down. Auto IT. For the week of the 28th through September 1st, Thomas oops, professes his love for Hope and they kiss and Eric asks RJ to help design his line because he got arthritis. Hope tells Thomas she don't love him, but she wants to sleep with him. <clears throat> RJ teaches Ridge a lesson and Deacon is caught by Carter and Ridge. RJ offers to train Eric on computer design. Deacon covers for Sheila and Finn tells Steffi no one will keep them apart. Steffi and Finn share a tender reunion after Liam tells Finn to prove himself by getting rid of Sheila. And as Steffi and Finn reunite, Sheila heads over to the cliff house, terrifying Steffi. Mm-hmm. 
Where do you want to start? <clears throat> I'm to start with Eric and his arthritis. Okay, go ahead. Um, didn't we already have something like this back in the day with didn't Ridge have some type of block or something with his designing? Yeah, Bill threw him out of a helicopter and he couldn't draw anymore and Caroline helped him. Right. I don't know. I'm just glad because a lot of people was thinking that he was he had Parkinson's and he was going through dementia. You know, on all of that. And so now we actually know what's wrong with his hands. Well, let well, me propose this. Okay. He said to Steffi, I love you. I love Kelly. I love. And Steffi had to say Hayes. And he was like, yes, of course, Hayes. So I wonder if maybe right now they think it's arthritis, but what if it winds up that it is not arthritis? That stood out to me too, Trish. I hope not. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen anything about John McCook leaving as of yet. Uh-uh. I mean, because he got a big storyline this fall between him and Ridge. So, mm-hmm. I mean, at least for the next, I would say, rest of the season, because they're going into season thirty-seven now, as of September of as of this month. So, I don't know. I just don't understand why he felt he feels like he can't tell Ridge about his arthritis or whatever issues he's having. Because he said that Ridge is probably going to force him to retire and he don't want to. He can't force him to retire. Unless they get the board to vote him out, right? I don't think Steffi would allow it. I don't think she would either. But the question is, with the because I mean, yeah, she's the CEO, but don't the board have to vote though, right? Well, she and Eric hold the mass majority, thirty-seven percent each, and Ridge only has twenty, and then Thomas has five. So, yeah, that's true. Can't imagine Thomas voting against his granddad. But that's what he was saying. He was saying that you know, because I mean, RJ wants him to say, "Hey, why don't you just talk about it?" He was like, "No, they're gonna make me quit." So I don't know. I think they're just pushing this for this storyline. I'm curious to see what RJ is going to come up with. Now, some people tend to think that RJ, by them, by him doing this, that that's going to create some competition between him and Thomas. Yeah, that's as designers. That's what I've been waiting to see if they were going to um, try to get RJ working at Forrester, starting out um, designing and create some type of rivalry between him and Thomas. Especially if he can now use a computer design to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, granted, you know, um, Thomas is just doing it based on his own natural talent. But now when you got AI and some of these other things, because, you know, you could create an art masterpiece through AI now. Yeah. You know, through like MidJourney and some of these other sites where you just put in a command prompt and it'll create a beautiful art design. I don't think you can trademark anything on there, though. Yeah, but I mean, you could print them out if sure. you want to. 
put some art on your wall or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if with this computer design, are they going to really create this beautiful couture line? And mm -hmm. then that's going to, you know, like Keisha was saying, now bring some competition between Thomas and RJ. And, you know, Brooke is going to be all over that. Oh, yeah. You know, as long as it brings us a fashion show or two, I'd love it. Oh, yeah. We need a break like that. Last fashion show we had was, and I'm not going to even count Rome. That was not a fashion show. Exactly. But Two dresses. Um, Once Brooke finds out that RJ can design, he she for sure would try to push him into Hope for the Future to get Thomas away from Hope. Oh, man. I didn't even think of that. Ooh, Keisha, mm, that's a good point. Yeah. Her first, her, her first uh, act. And I mean, she doesn't have a say, but she would sure fight for it. Mm -hmm. I know, right? I could see that. Why won't you let RJ do your designs? He Look at what he did for the couture line. Yeah, but, but, go ahead. For her to say, Eric is also a brilliant designer, so is Zenday, and neither one of them could do anything for my line. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so who's running couture then? Nobody. So are they grooming RJ to be the couture designer, maybe? Especially because... So the couture uh, Say it again? Ridge and Zenday, don't they still work on the couture line? What does Ridge do besides waffle? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen him design nothing. Comes in out of the office. Right. Around. Really, the only, the only line they talk about is Hope's line. They don't <laughs> talk about anything else. Yeah. Well, according to the fall previews, this is going to be his one and final couture line, meaning Eric. So Eric. somebody got to pick up, the, would that be RJ? Are they grooming him to be the next biggest designer? I just can't see RJ coming in who didn't have any aspirations to design, has never, has never designed before, and all of a sudden he's ahead of the couture line. That would make no sense at all. Mm -hmm. They I do that. Girl, listen, you know how bold it is. They give us some crazy stuff out of left field. Right. I do. <laughs> Be like, wait a minute. What'd you say? They do. Absolutely. And I mean, later down the road, could that be a big Thomas versus RJ thing? It plays right into it. If if Eric is not gonna do any more designing. Now, Ridge is doing it. Like you say, he is. We just don't see anything. Mm -hmm. We don't see him doing nothing. But he's a designer, too. So, who knows? Ridge could be torn between his sons. Girl, that'll create a whole crazy storyline in itself. I think but, that, huh? I, I do think that they'll get there one day. Yeah, so, of course they will. Me, too. <clears throat> Phoenix Rising said, hi, guys. I'm a newbie. Welcome. Welcome, Phoenix. Hello, hello. Uh, Sherfra said, Thomas has Stephanie's 25% involved in saying that he slept with Brooke. What is that? Do you know what he's talking about? Wait, say it again. Wait a minute. 
Stephanie huh? Forrester, the matriarch, had told Thomas that she would give him her shares if she remember when Thomas and Brooke were on that island where they ate those berries that made him high. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. yeah, I remember that. Okay. But Thomas doesn't have 25%. In fact, Stephanie did not give him 25%. She gave um I want to say she gave that to Eric, all of it. And then Eric lost 12 and a half percent and then divorced to Donna. And then Bill bought that. It was a whole rigmarole. And then Stephanie got it back from Bill, right? Yes, she did. She's the only reason they have that company. And yeah. somebody online, somebody on one of the websites was saying, what does she do? And I'm like, uh, she, she like, they wouldn't have a company if she didn't for her. take care of it. Yeah. Yep. So, well, we'll see. That's going to be interesting to see where they take this because in the fall, like I said, it's going to cause a big stir. Um, a lot of people aren't going to take RJ seriously, and that means hope because he's going to bring that information to hope, and hope is going to downplay RJ. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to watch to see how this progresses with RJ coming up the ranks. And there's a new woman coming on for RJ as well. Hmm. Yeah, I saw um, a picture of her. Yeah. And a lot of people hoping that she is related to Finn to try to, like, make his family bigger and have Uh have presence on screen and just because really it's just been him and Lee because they barely show Jack. I think we've only seen him once in the last 12 months. Yeah. Well, she's a fashion student, according to this post. And it said, Here comes trouble. And she looked like she. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she's. She used to play on a show, I guess a show called Cruel Summer or mm-hmm. movie or something. It's a show. It's a show. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Lisa Yamada. Is who? What's the actress name? Because I was wondering who it is, and it came out this morning. So, yep. So we'll see what you know, what secret? Because whatever the secret is, like you say, maybe she is related to Finn or something. Yeah. So, all right, let's move it along. Uh. When y'all want to touch Hope and Thomas, or y'all want to go to Finn and Liam? Do you would you ever just go to someone's office and dress them down? Like I can't imagine showing up at someone's office and talking to them that way. I just don't. That that's just. Are you talking about Finn? Yeah. Okay. I mean, not that I disagree with what he said. Liam needs to back off. And Liam absolutely made a pass, made it abundantly clear what he wants. And, um, but yeah, Finn, I mean, come on, man, have some confidence. Liam walking people all the time. I know he does. He busts through the door all the time. (laughs) Listen, before that whole wrong thing, Liam stayed at Forrester. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, he was confronting Hope. He was confronting Thomas. He would pop in in Steffi's office when she was in there with Finn and be mm-hmm. like, oops, I'm sorry. 
and but he wouldn't leave. No, he'd be looking down and looking up out from under his eyelashes, going, "Oh, am I interrupting? Oh, like I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but yet sticks around like glue." Exactly. So I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe he he's owed some drop-ins. <laughs> For sure. I just think it's really <laughs> funny. It's like, do you? I mean, how are you getting past security? First of all. Exactly. Liam got on my nerves. That dude, it was like, do you ever work? And now we see him at work all the yeah. time. Stay on time now. Look right. at Steffi's picture. <laughs> That's what I was getting to say. Looking at pictures of Steffi and Kelly. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you guys this. After Steffi decided to go home and reunite with um, because look like Eric and Ridge was not happy about that at all. Mm-hmm. But she decided to go home and reunite with her husband. Why did Ridge go over to um, to uh, um, Liam's office to tell him that? Because he's an idiot. Because exactly. he's an idiot. It wasn't his news to tell. It wasn't. And even now, Liam kind of say, why are you telling me this? Yep. Uh, yeah, Ridge, why are you there? Yep. <laughs> Because he wanted, he was disappointed. I'm like, dude, you already know. So let me get this straight. You decide to go to your daughter's ex to tell him that your daughter is getting back with her husband. Right. Man, please. I mean, they're and probably, then they both, what'd you say? I was going to say, they probably, he'd probably use the excuse of, well, he's hope, he's uh, Kelly's mom, so he has a right to know. Yeah. It's like, and they both over there being just sad and upset about it. Now, uh, he started to talk crazy about Finn, and I got to give it to Ridge a little bit because he's like, I do respect the guy, though. Yeah. I'm not giving Ridge any credit. (laughs) (laughs) Why not, Keish? Because you in this man's office who has hurt your daughter how many times over the years in the worst way yeah you in his office basically telling him your daughter's business as if i I feel like he was doing it because he wants liam to go and i guess fight for steffi or whatever Mm -hmm. and I, i just yes what happened with kelly on the beach was awful Mm -hmm. but how do you go from the way that he used to praise Finn about how much he loves his daughter and how he treats his daughter and how wonderful of a husband and father he is to now calling him an idiot and um, just completely degrading this man's character because of one mistake he made. And now all of a sudden, Liam looks good to you again. Right. Because he, because he, has rewritten his history and Steffi is the love of his life now. You're the rewriting of the history. I, I truly, that is really exactly what happened. Yes, because I, so there was somebody had posted clips around that time that Steffi had gotten pregnant and they were trying to figure out if it was him or Finn. And the way that Liam, the stuff he was saying to Hope with, um, like how much he loves her and how there's always been people over the years that have been trying to keep us apart. And he named Steffi as one of them. Like this is the period of time that this man is talking about, um, about when he was suppressing his feelings for Steffi. Right. Like you don't say the things that you were saying to hope 
when you are suppressing like your real feelings for this woman right. as the one you really love, but you're only doing this because you want to try to make things work with, with hope. You know what I mean? Because she's with Finn now, mm-hmm. like cut it out writers. That's why you just like, I, I just can't, I can't take him serious when he talks to either of these women. Hey, uh, Keisha. Hmm. Dewan said Keisha would pimp slap bridge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, y'all are funny in these comments. Um, (laughs) I agree with you on that. It's like he spent the better half of spring wondering what's up with Hope and Thomas. And all of a sudden that goes out the window because all that time that you were up at Forrester and I think what did Bree said that she agreed with you, Trish said Liam damn near had a W two as much as he went up to Forrester. For sure. <laughs> he was he didn't even need to sign in. They gave him a badge. Exactly. You know, so I mean he stayed up there so much stalking Thomas and Hope for so long. And it's like at the same time you were pining after Steffi. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Right. right. It's like they just flipped the switch when he went to Rome. Yeah, and it's and if they wanted to have Liam do his little waffling, fine, because we all kind of expected that to happen. But to completely rewrite the history of his feelings for Steffi and Hope just mm-hmm. it was unnecessary. Right. Yep. I mean, it, you know, they didn't have to try to rewrite and make us think that, you know, we didn't see what we know we saw. They could have actually had him do the whole if in a parallel life kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, uh, Liam gets on my nerves. He gets on my nerves just as much as Nicholas does. Oh, he gets on my nerves more than Nick- Nicholas. <laughs> Oh, boy. Benita said Liam is disloyal. He loves no one. And yes, the writers keep changing the story. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, you know, uh, we got to talk about um, Steffi now went to the house and she said, hey, let's get a little bit of sexy time in before the kids get in. <laughs> Once again, mm. she looked because Deacon told her, look, and I agree with Deacon on this. I like watching Sheila and Deacon and all that, but it's like, girl, if let somebody invite you to dinner. Now, you know they're not going to invite you, but don't just show up. Mm-hmm. Y'all. But that's yeah. her. That's her, and that's why, that's why Steffi was so pissed, because she knows if you give Sheila an inch, she's going to try to take a mile. She's mm-hmm. going to try to take 10 miles. Yeah. And that's a what's happening is because Finn let up on her a little bit. Now she thinks that she has a chance to um, have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And it's like he, he basically reset himself when he did what he did um, because for a while they were able to I think they were able to they would have been able to keep her away mm-hmm. but now he's it's like he reset it because he called her mom. He gave her that hug. And now she's back to thinking that there's a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is not going to bode well. And I got to tell you, man, I knew she was there. But, man, when she peered around that curtain, I got goosebumps. 
It was creepy. That was so <laughs> creepy. Oh, that was the creepiest <laughs> creepy. Well, somebody called it a Michael Myers edit. It truly was. It really was that bad. Yeah, the way she peeked around the corner like that. Yeah, right. that was, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah. Um, Docker. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and the thing is, she always catch them when they're trying to get busy. That's what happened before when they were on the couch. It was storming that night, and all of a sudden, Bill and Sheila bust up in the house when they were on the couch. That scene still ticks me off. That whole storyline, it just, oh. Yeah, well, you see what happened. And then we saw uh, Ridge, like, it's all my fault that she was finally acknowledged it. Well, yeah. (laughs) Kind of, because then he put most of the blame on Bill. Yeah. Well, who idea was it? Because it's the coercion or whatever that uh, trying to force a story to get her off, right? Bill. Apparently, that was Bill. Yeah. Yeah. So he was up in there talking, and you can tell me anything. I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. Tell me all of what you've done. Yeah. That's what got, that's what killed the whole deal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, she peeping around that corner. Steffi was screaming and hollering. I'm like, dang, at least let the girl be there a couple of days. I know, right? They didn't waste any time. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, literally, that- the day that she decides to come back is the day that Sheila decides to just pop up over there. And why would you ever think, Sheila, that it's a good idea for you to walk around to their backyard and start looking in through their window. Like, how is that going to help me? How is that going to help your relationship with your son? Right. Exactly. I mean, at least if you were going to try to do the noble thing, she shouldn't be there anyway. Because mm-hmm. she knows Sheila don't want her there. I mean, Steffi don't want her there. You could at least come to the door. Knock. You go peeping in when they trying to get busy. She kissing her husband. She happened to look up and there your head is behind the curtain. <laughs> Girl, I was like, well, here go bye-bye, Steffi. I just, I mean, just, it's time to go off the cliff. Oh, Lord. Well, so she ain't going oh, nowhere anytime Oh, sorry. Soon. No, I was saying she ain't going nowhere anytime soon. She in the fall previews. But go no. ahead. When, um, Finn, when Finn was at Liam's office and Liam was telling Finn, uh, you need to make Sheila leave L.A., I'm like, how is he going to do that? He he can't tell her to leave a, a an entire city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not his responsibility. It's only his responsibility to keep Sheila away from their home, their place of business, from however many feet it is for a restraining order. That's what he can do. But as far as her leaving L.A., he can't make that woman leave the city. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The only way that she would leave is if Finn wants to go with her. That's the only way she would leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. If she said, you know what? If Finn said, you know what? Let's just take off. And he like, she like, oh, okay. Because like they said, all that girl wants to be is loved. Who said that? That was Ridge that said that? Yeah, Ridge and Liam said that Sheila, all one thing she want to be loved and the fact that she's getting a glimpse of that from Finn is what's keeping her here. It's true. Yeah. I mean, Eric was the one that bought her into the scene in the first place. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But, um, 
Yeah, I'm just, I'm like, dang, she wasn't even in the house a good 10 minutes. And next thing you know, here comes Sheila. And I'm like, well, there she go. But we all know Jacqueline got to go on maternity leave. Her yeah. last air date is September 7th. Okay. Thursday. 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 Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so that's her last air date where she's taken off overseas. And um, I don't even think she's had her baby yet. She hasn't. At least she hasn't reported that she has. Right. I mean, we saw a video or something that she did or a picture posted about a week ago. And she was still very pregnant. So I don't know what, I thought her due date was like early August, late July, but maybe we were, hey, don't know. she didn't make an announcement about it, but everybody had speculated that she was due then. And she, because even at the fan event, she was like, well, my water hasn't broke yet. So <laughs> we were thinking that, that was August 6th. So we were thinking that maybe, you know, she's going any day now. Mm. Girl, that's three and a half weeks ago. Wow. Yeah, so hopefully we'll hear something, which means we're not going to see Steffi for a while because no. if her last day is September 7th, they're about four weeks in advance. So that means that she stopped filming somewhere around the beginning of August. You know what I'm saying? Which means yeah. she ain't had the baby yet. She's going to be gone for a while. Yeah. Dang. I hate when she goes on maternity leave. I know. But she got to <laughs> have the babies. I know. It's just, so, I, the show is so boring. I know. You a Steffi fan. Yeah. I am. Me too. Hopefully that means that Thomas will have, as long as Thomas has um, screen time, mm-hmm. I can make it through. But, <laughs> <laughs> but right if, if Thomas is only on there like once out of the month, once or twice out of the month, like they did in July, and Ugh, yeah, barely in that, that they've been doing the past three, four weeks. Yeah, girl, come on. <clears throat> and every every time they put Thomas and Hope on the 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 ratings go through the roof, and Twitter is tweeting, or I should say, X is trending, and all this other kind of stuff. They're just a hot couple together. Yep. Yeah. You know, and we need more of that. Now I know they wanted to give the Sin fans a little bit of intimacy between Steffi and Finn, but that was short-lived. Yep. Thanks to Sheila Carter, so. Yeah. I guess Steffi can't really do too much right now anyway, since I know. pregnant. Yeah, because I was watching how they was trying to kiss each other and get all, and I'm like, <laughs> like her stomach I'm, I'm, like, I'm sitting there <laughs> watching the TV, like, watch the belly. Yeah. Right. It's kind of coming in from the side. <laughs> you know, because she had if she okay, because somebody dropped in the spoiler that she's due any day now. Teresa Style said that it was on a spoiler that she's due any day. Okay, cool. Mm, okay. Which means that she was probably about eight months pregnant, then seven and a half, eight months pregnant at this time. So she was she was pretty poochy then at that point. Yeah, and that's why it, it kind of. I was kind of cringing a little bit as they was trying to get all enraptured. I'm like, oh, the belly, the belly. <laughs> he was trying to take his shirt off today. <laughs> I he know. started to take it over his head, and then he realized it has buttons. Yeah. <laughs> it has buttons. <laughs> should have improvised and just ripped it open. Right, right. Oh, no, it's not a T-shirt. 
Listen, if that was <laughs> Sheila, Sheila would have ripped that shirt open. Right. She would have. We did get, what y'all think about the scenes between Sheila and Deacon this week? Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my God, you want her off the cliff. I know. <laughs> I know. I like Sheila and Deacon. They are fun together. <laughs> I just okay, like- wait a minute. What did y'all think? Huh? I was going to say, I just feel like she's being a little selfish when it comes to him because mm-hmm. she knows what he's risking having her there in his apartment. Everything. And like she won't leave. Right. She better put that, he better put that girl out. He know what he's risking too. Yeah. You know, but um, the girl, she was trying to get him that massage. His facial reactions were hilarious. <laughs> he was like, oh my God, did you sharpen them elbows? <laughs> that was so I, they are so funny together it was they are funny. yeah they are hilarious but um what did y'all think about Ridge and, and Carter I'm like why is Carter there what why is Ridge there I right. mean come on dude that's a text hey do you know where Sheila is because it doesn't matter how you ask him, if it's in person, on the phone, or in a text, he's going to tell you he doesn't know where Sheila is. He could have texted. Right. Right. No, but they come yeah. beating on the door like they were the police. Right. Get real. And then when he opened the door, they just pushed their way in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and talking about where is she? I know if she, I'm like, dude, you don't have a restraining order. You don't even have anything to hold her on, which is what uh, Deacon said. Like, how is this feasible? What mm-hmm. you going to do with her when you find her? Right. Exactly. And don't be mad at me. You the reason she ain't in jail right now. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it just hilarious? It's like, oh, my God, yeah. that is that was so. But still, the question remains, why was Carter there? Girl. he can't issue no restraining order you got to get that from the court so maybe he needed hours for his sag card renewal <laughs> you stupid Brick said, i'll take my carter any chance i get oh <laughs> true Lord. that's true i'm not complaining man i know but it, it just didn't make sense i mean yeah. like, why are you there well do what you gonna do <laughs> you know i get paid we, we, I guess he gets paid just to go along. I mean, everybody needs a check, so yep. we haven't seen Carter on on scene that much. So hey, why not? He needs right. a check too. Yeah. So, um, uh, okay. I'm trying to think. What anything good coming up? Okay, so Sheila be around this fall. I already told y'all about um the whole fight because there's going to be some huge battles between Eric and Ridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steffi's going off to overseas, of course. And then, here's the thing with Finn, because Lee will be back to tell Finn to go and save your marriage, head off to Europe and go be with your family. I would have said, you know what, Finn, go be with your family like tomorrow. Y'all, right. you know what? Hey, listen, babe. Pack up the stuff, pack up the kids, we out. Well, I just go overseas. You can work from over there. And uh, wait a minute. He's a hands-on physician, though, isn't he? He, he is. can't work remote. If he can't afford it. He can <laughs> afford it. Yeah, take some time off, take a month away. But that would also take... <laughs> All of them. Men don't need to work. 
<laughs> oh my god. But that would take Tanner Noblin off the show for a while though. So so what it looked like is gonna be is, you know, Finn and Liam are still gonna be in LA going back and forth over Steffi. The question is when she get back, what she what is she gonna decide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they say that he's still supposed to be uh, trying to wrap his head around his connection with Sheila. So that's gonna be a problem. So stupid. Like where is this where is this coming from? Come on now, writers. I know, right? Hey, you shot me and then you shot her in cold blood and left us both for dead, but now I'm gonna now hug they're... you and <laughs> have these feelings here. And the only feelings I'd have for someone if they did that to me would be just pretty much uh, mm-hmm. n- nothingness. Nothing. Nothingness. Yep. They do not exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, this whole thing has been crazy. All right, I guess that's it. We covered everything, right? We did. No, we didn't. I know you. I was joking. Oh, I was gonna say. Uh, we hey, Trish, Trish, ready? Are you ready to be done, Trish? <laughs> No, man, I'm just pulling your leg. There's nothing worth talking about. Oh, wait. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. I was trying to prank, you know, throw a little pranky prank in there. Like, wait a minute. You know we got to talk about soap. Who? Soap. Who? You're so funny. Oh, we got to talk about Thomas and Hope and Brooke. Because... Brooke was also on her broomstick again. What you say? I said that's where she lives. That's where she lives. I just she needs to be reminded every so often of what she's done in her past and that she needs to keep her mouth shut. Just like they do to Thomas. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Very much so. I appreciate it. Girl, listen, her telling you cannot be with Thomas. I'm surprised she, she will not. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't use her favorite term. I won't allow it. Right. I thought the same thing. <laughs> she always say that I won't allow it. It's like, what you gonna do? All the girl is gonna do is get sneaky and sneakier. That's it. She learned from the best. Uh yeah. You know, and then she go up and they're talking about I can't believe that Liam did not take her back. And then uh, Ridge was like, some men don't like betrayal. And she just blew right past that. You do realize that was some shade at you. Yeah. Right. Oh, wait a minute. We got another super chat. Brooke, uh, Bree said, Brooke World Tour needs to leave Hope and Thomas alone and plan the wedding of the century with Pinecone Poppy. Nobody cares to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I yeah. know. That world tour lasted for quite some time. <laughs> it lasted longer than Beyonce's world tour. Exactly. It's been going on for a long time. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, Keisha, when you went to see Beyonce last month, was was Blue there? No. Oh. She turned, yeah, she didn't come out... Um, in uh, Louisville, and she wasn't there. I'm gonna say because a friend of mine went to the one in Nashville. I, I'm pretty sure she said she didn't come out in Nashville too. I was disappointed because I wanted to see that, 
and there was a little girl and her mom that were uh, sitting next to us, uh-huh. and that poor little girl, she was heartbroken. I know. You know that girl is worth $700 million already. Good for her. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the little girls absolutely love Blue Ivy. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Nicole, for the super sticker. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Phoenix is like, I'm praying Hope get pregnant and it be with and it be Thomas's. Well, she ain't mm-hmm. sleeping with nobody else's. I don't want that. Well, it's the way she not keep, yet. Listen, Keish, the way she keeps sleeping with Thomas. I know. Hopefully, she got some good protection. Exactly. But just the, just the fact that we know that she's not in love with Thomas. I mean, her getting pregnant right now will just be I feel like that will put a damper in that whole thing because then it's like are you choosing to be with me because we're having a kid now or did your feelings change? You know what I mean? I don't I don't want the waters to be muddy when it comes to those two. I need it to be absolute. You want to be pure. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. Cuz they've already got too much crap in their in their background in their history for people to to speculate that either um like or like Douglas coming back into the picture too either he's using his son again or she's only doing it because because of Douglas she wants to make Douglas happy or if she gets pregnant they're only together because of the baby mm-hmm. like I don't want any of that yeah I'm with you on that so what did y'all think about the fact that Thomas poured out his heart his soul to hope and then she was like I don't love you I mean he been pouring out his heart and soul to that woman for for a decade a decade so I wasn't surprised I, I mean, but listen it, it was a gut punch to me I'm like oh yeah, so I, I don't know that I was necessary it was necessarily surprising that she said it because not one time in the past few months has she mm-hmm. ever said anything resembling that she loves him or is in love with him no she's only she just, I want you yeah like that's all that's that's probably the most or the biggest compliment that she's given him is that she she wants him in that particular way but she's never she's never even hinted at the at anything close to like being in love with him or or loving him in that way. Okay. With- so, all right. So, uh, what, me and um, Jay had this conversation in Instagram chats because back in when they were sleeping together, she was like, "I want somebody who always choose me, mm-hmm. and it's you, and I choose you, and I want to be with you." All that whole conversation now that could have been just uh being dematized. Mm-hmm. I won't say the full word. Mm-hmm. We know what you mean. Right. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, okay, Trish. <laughs> okay, I'll say ick. Ickmatized. <laughs> Dang. All right, Trish. Is that better? Okay. Uh, <laughs> She was ichmatized and maybe she was saying, and then all of a sudden now it's like, eh, you know, I don't love you, but yeah. I do have a craving for you. 
Don't you think that a lot of what she's saying now has to do with what Liam and Brooke said to her, though, and got in her head? Oh, of course. I mean, that was just hammered in there like a, like, just pounded and pounded for hours during that day. Listen, the way she was running behind that couch last week, like she was scared of Thomas. I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you? <laughs> right. And she I, all frazzled and freaking out. Go ahead, yeah. uh, Keish. I, um, I was, it's, it was frustrating to hear because of course, like being a Thomas fan, you want Thomas to get what he's always wanted. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that she at least admitted that to him and then asked him, like, can you handle it just being what it is right now? Because I don't have those feelings. Like she, she let him know up front. And he said yeah. he was okay with it. Of course, he's going to say that because, mm-hmm. you know, he's been in love with this woman for 10 years. But at the same time, at least he knows this about her. And at least he's the one that has decided to take the risk to involve himself with her in that way. And if her if she don't come around to the feelings that he's hoping she'll get, like come come around to being in love with him. Um. I mean, there really ain't much he can say. He he can't say that she let him on or or anything like that because she told him up front. He had the choice to say, I, I'm not comfortable with that because my feelings are too deep. Like, I don't, this isn't, and it's not a smart idea. I mean, getting into a sexual relationship with somebody that you know is deeply in love with you and has been for 10 years now is stupid. But he's still making that choice to do it. So, if hope doesn't come around um, with her feelings and admits to being in love with him, then I mean, it, it ain't nothing Thomas can say because she told him all right. She told him up front. Right. So he's taking that risk. Yeah. Uh, some, I remember having a conversation with another viewer earlier this week about this subject and they were saying that's not something that she should even put on the table with she somebody with a mindset like he has. Yep. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that because she does claim to care about him. Yeah. And if you cared about him, then you wouldn't have even offered that up to him. That level of, and it's not about, it's not about hope being a woman and, you know, finding herself and being free. It's not about that. Like if this was, if this was a situation where she met somebody and they clicked and they were, they were doing this on the same level. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, if Thomas had just discovered some feelings for Hope a few months ago, and this is what they decided, it would be a different story. Or, if they also weren't co-parenting, this would be a different story. But y'all are co-parents, and Thomas is in love with you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it was a smart choice, and I don't, I don't think that she should have put it on the table. I think that was, I think that part of it was selfish of her to do, because she knew what he was going to say. Oh, it's definitely not an easy. Yeah, and the way they the way they're writing it this week is that she still got some whatever residual feelings for for Liam. She's torn between her mom in her ear, and it's like, why don't you go just figure that out before you even continue to pursue this thing? Right. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's obvious that she still has feelings for Liam because you just tried to make your marriage work. Exactly. And now you're running back to Thomas because. Liam don't want nothing to do with you. 
Melissa Spencer said that she saw a spoiler that Hope is going to have a whole new love interest that is not Liam or Thomas. I saw that on that awful website from that one uh, page that takes you to, you get like two lines and then you go past all these really disgusting ads showing you the all this awful stuff. I finally <laughs> stopped even going to that website. It's like, I can't look at this. It's so gross. I don't know why <laughs> ads. It's just disgusting. Yeah, um, I have not seen that whole thing that she's talking about, but I would prefer that if this is going to be a friends with benefits or a situationship and there's no strings attached, then uh, Thomas is free to date whoever he wants to date too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which means that, okay, all right, that's what you want, Hope? Cool. You know what? I'm open to date whoever I want to date at the same time. If he chose to do that, she could choose to do that if they're going to bring a love interest on for her. But if they was, if it was me, because then we'll see what hope really feels because if mm -hmm. she really don't care, then it is what it is. But then she's like, well, you were hanging out with her the other night when you were supposed to come to my place. Exactly. Then we got a little bit of a triangle going on. Yeah, that would be dirty if they did it that way. Because if anybody deserves a new love interest, it would be Thomas. Exactly. Exactly. Why bring Hope another? She ain't even, she's still married. They never even filed the divorce papers yet. Right. Right. I mean, I don't understand. It's already signed. If y'all really want to do this, give it to Carter. Even Carter said it. Carter was like, well, they haven't filed the papers yet. Yeah, I'm like Carter, shut up. Right? Talk about breaking client privilege. Really? Oh my goodness. So it's like, what are, what are y'all waiting for? Are y'all really trying to because I mean uh Liam is still pining out well at this point, pining out for Steffi and right. you are playing friends with benefits with Thomas. So why don't y'all just go ahead put that divorce decree in the vault, file it and call it a day. Right. You know, quit playing with this. Obviously, unless they're going to bring them two back together. But not according to mm -hmm. the fall spoilers because the fall preview, I should say, is because with Bold, yeah, that Hope and Thomas is going to embark on a very steamy romantic relationship as they work side by side in success for the hope for the future line and also Douglas will have an impact on the two of them as well. So it says only time will tell if these three will finally become a little family. Which to me, they shouldn't even let on that anything is going on between them when it comes to Douglas because if you're not in love with, Hope isn't in love with Thomas and now you're getting Douglas's hopes up. Yeah, but Douglas is a little gumshoe. Maybe he figures it out on his own. True. Well, but, they're saying but again, that's another thing that I don't want because I don't want it to be. Mm -mm. I don't want the narrative to be that she's only with Thomas because she wants to make Douglas happy. Right. Well, it says that while Hope makes it clear that um, she's not in love with him, it's possible Hope's feelings will grow and a true bond is made between her and Thomas. So. Maybe he's going to be like Steve Urkel. I'm wearing you down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm wearing you down, baby. I'm wearing you down. So funny. Go ahead. I almost wish that they hadn't even done the like why couldn't it be that Hope decides to at least say to to um Thomas, I would like to see where this goes. Like I want us to date. I'm open to dating. Um, because I want to see where this goes. I want to see if my feelings change for you or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I wish it I wish she would have said that to him instead of I don't love you or I'm not in love with you. Yeah, I agree. Because you don't we didn't even hear her say that. Like nope. she just said basically I I wanna bang. Yeah, she wanna <laughs> like, she wanna bang. She wanna blow Thomas back out instead of yeah. him the other way around. Right. Listen, she went over there, slowly walked toward that door and locked it. And that's the first time we ever seen a door locked on the <laughs> Honestly, you could count on one hand. Yeah. Exactly, because even people were saying that on social media, we actually see him lock a door. Right. You know, so yeah, she well, she strolled over to that door. She locked it, and I'm like, well, you're so afraid of Brooke finding out. You do realize that she's across the hall with Steffi on that episode, right? Mm-hmm. It's like... doors are not thick either. Exactly. So even if the door is locked, she knows that you're in there and she's going to assume that Thomas is in there and, you know, get pissed off or she hears something going on because I'm assuming they're not quiet people. So, you know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have those scenes where someone busts through the door and the people are all embarrassed and they stop what they're doing. It'd be really funny if they bust through the door and they're like, well, you came in, your fault. You get to watch yeah. the show. <laughs> what, as they say, you open the door, counselor. Exactly. It's on you, whatever you see now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. So, I mean, Brooke should have learned the first time you barged up in that man's bedroom. Right. It's like, who runs into somebody's bedroom? There is no way. Uh-uh. If I hear noises uh-uh. upstairs and, my, and you see the ring on the table and the purse and everything, and they upstairs, why would be the first instinct to go up there? Wouldn't you call like, hey, yes. hello? She knew she was going up there to break up. Yeah, see, and there are certain things that you just don't need to see. <laughs> Especially your daughter. Yeah, It's funny because a few weeks ago I saw um, somebody posted a clip of when Thomas and Zoe were together, mm-hmm. and it was a clip of um, Hope coming into their room telling them that they needed to quiet down because Douglas was down the hall and was upset because he could he could hear them in the room or something like that. And she's just standing in the room while both of them are like in bed together. Yeah, yeah I remember that, Keish. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, I mean, Brooke, why? Just yell. You didn't have to go bust up. What, what, what was she expecting to do? Go pull the hope out the bed? She probably would have tried yeah. if she hadn't got out the bed on her own. And then she would have probably, you pull your daughter off of him, you would have saw something you didn't want to see. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, now I see, never mind, honey. Go ahead. <laughs> Be like, wait a minute, let me get a measuring stick. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But yeah, it's like that's something that you don't do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, with her locking that door in that office, it's like, girl, 
he asked you to go to dinner. He could have eaten, you know, she's like, well, wait a minute, I got a taste for something else. Okay, let's go back to my plate. Yeah. Go ahead, Keith. I know you want to say something. I, so when he, when he said, can I take you to dinner? And she, you know, was basically like, I, that's not what I'm thinking about right now. Girl, I'm she, said that's what if, she, ain't, she said, that's not what I'm craving. Yeah. <laughs> I hope this isn't going to be a thing of where she just wants to completely hide from the fact that they're doing anything at all. Oh, of course she is. Yeah, she But I, I'm wondering if that's like, if that's what's going to happen. Like, is eventually, is she going to be okay going to dinner with him? Or was that just a little line for that moment in that day? Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, the, They're saying in the comment section, have we all noticed that that's LaShanta and Bridget? Have we noticed that Hope has been dressing sexy? They did a whole tra- mm-hmm. wardrobe change on her. I'm they did it. So they did it the week after that that soap week. They're that mm-hmm. week together when they were in bed. They they had like a little wardrobe change, makeup change, hair change with her then. And then when she started um backtracking back to Liam and away from Thomas, they switched her back to that um that very frilly light wardrobe that she was that she usually wears. And now she's back to the black eyeliner, the dark clothes, the the sexier clothes. Girl, yeah, her whole back was out in that mm-hmm. black dress. That dress, it looked cute on her actually, and then she it got a new haircut. Beautiful. So she is looked, this where is this where is she gonna have like a split personality or something? Girl, they've been talking about that for the last month and a half. Yeah, I those are know. those are the people that just absolutely do not want them together, saying that she's. Is that so? That's all just rumor. Yeah, okay. that's what people. That's what they're hoping. That's what the hope and the Loke fans are hoping is that it's going to be explained away with her having some type of mental disorder. Hmm. And especially they played into it when last week when Brooke and Liam was like, "You're not yourself. Mm-hmm. This is not who you are." Right. And you know, and it's like, would y'all shut up, please? Yeah. Liam, oh. My question is, are those kisses going to eventually come out or what? I don't know. Is it kind of a non-issue at this point? I um, feel like, it's, I feel like it. it is at this point. She didn't do it. Yeah, I don't even think that uh, I'm at this point like, dang, I guess I'm going to let it go because I've been talking about those kisses got to come out. I don't think I feel like the to. kisses are a non-issue now and I feel like Thomas and Hope in their uh, 12-hour marathon is is turned into a non-issue now because her and Liam aren't getting back together. Yeah. So, I don't know. We will see. Now, I gotta say, looking into the previews, there was nothing mentioned of Taylor. Yeah, I'm pissed about that. Yeah, me too. I hate that. And I gotta say, Krista Allen's contract is coming up due in December. So I don't know if she's renewing or not. They better. That would be a huge mistake if they got rid of her. Talk about underutilization. Right? I mean, she is such a good character, a a good actress. Yeah, she is. She is. It sucks that we haven't seen her through this whole fiasco. She she should have been the main person there dealing with this with Steffi. Exactly. 
you know, she was there arguing with Ridge a couple of weeks ago, and then we didn't see her anymore. Yep. And she has a whole nother beach house stuff he could have gone to. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. You know, the other thing is that I did not see in um, the fall preview is Br Brooke and Ridge's wedding. So, yeah, because yeah, more <laughs> they usually would bring that up. I don't care. I'm like, oh, I don't see that. But normally they would have brought that up. So I'm wondering if it's actually going to happen. Hmm. Well, I mean, if the Thomas and Hope thing impacted, maybe it won't because I got to say, Thomas is defensive. I wish Steffi and Thomas, I mean, Steffi and Ridge would have defended Thomas just a little bit harder on Tuesday against when Brooke was talking all that trash. They were just yeah. sitting up there looking like, oh, you know. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I do too. They I think know. all Steffi was saying was I, I'm rooting for Hope and Liam to work out or something like that. Right. And, and looking crazy and thinking. That's all she was doing. I'm like, she's sitting up there talking all that trash about Thomas. And y'all yeah. sitting up there just looking like, wow. And if, if that was Taylor, she wouldn't let Brooke talk about Thomas like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Yeah, so if I didn't see anything about that wedding. So I'm wondering if it's not saying that it will or won't. But if they don't, I'm okay with it. I, don't, I have my fingers crossed that it's not going to happen, or at least that it's not going to be aired. Right. Go to the courthouse. Yeah, do what Diane and Jack did. I mean, well, they can do it at Forest Creations with Carter. But I will, <laughs> I forgot to say that um, Diane and Jack will have a big, lavish reception in the fall. Say it again. Diane and Jack is going to have a big lavish reception to their wedding in the fall. For who? Don't nobody like her. <laughs> Who's going to come? Hey, girl, who knows? But that's what the that's what's in the fall preview. So it'll be Billy and Kyle. Those are the only two people that tolerate Diane and Michael. Unless Ashley show up because she saved her life. Yeah, I guess that could happen. Unless she don't go to Paris. But it's like literally that pretty much that whole town does not like Diane. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. The other big thing that's coming up for Young and the Restless this fall is this whole thing with Heather and Daniel. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. He got some feelings for that. Some unresolved feelings for Miss Heather. I wonder how she feels. Well, it, it actually works out because Christelle Khalil is also pregnant and she's mm -hmm. due in the fall. So if something happens where those two mm -hmm. break up, it'll allow her to maybe take off and go to, you know, maybe visit her kids while she deliver her baby. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, but yeah, it look like we got Heather sticking around for a while. So her and Daniel is going to have to figure that out. And Phyllis is playing matchmaker. With heaven, yep, hmm. it's gonna blow up in her face as usual. Everything does, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm curious about that one. Do y'all like Daniel with Heather? You know what I'm gonna say. What, no, no, oh, no, okay. I want him with Lily. Oh, okay, <laughs> I'm a big Daniel and Lily fan, and 
I like Heather um, and I like that she's back, but I don't want her necessarily to be with Daniel. I wouldn't even mind if they tried a little bit of a short term stint with Heather and Adam because they got history. They do have history, but it was not a good history at all. Yeah, that's true, too. It was really toxic. He was very bad to her. Yeah, that was crazy. Was that Michael Muni at the time? I believe so. Okay. Wow. Or was it the other one before? The guy before that and Michael Muni. I think they crossed over. Okay. Uh, gotcha. I barely remember the guy before him. That his name was Chris Ingen. Mm. He well, he came on as the first Adam, and then they had that stint where he was in a same-sex relationship or something, and then they veered off into a different storyline after that. Yeah, I forgot all about that. And when Victor walked in again, somebody walking in on somebody, Victor saw what he saw, <laughs> and you know, his facial reaction was like shock. Interesting. Yeah. What happens when you open a door without knocking? Yeah, y'all gonna learn about <laughs> stop walking in in people's bedrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might see something you cannot forget. Well, hey, I, uh, Nicholas did the same thing when he walked in on Adam and Sally. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. And you, that's what you get. And you still in the. I'm like, dude, come on, you. <laughs> Oh my God, we ain't gonna go back to December seventh. Anyway, um, yeah. So going back to bold, I know we kind of veered off a little bit. I just, like I said, with Thomas, I I wish Hope didn't put that on the table, knowing the state of mind he can have, because this could go bad. Now, from the way the fall previews look like, they're gonna be heating up, and then Douglas is in the mix. But uh, I don't know. I gotta. I gotta see. I'm a Thope fan, but um, yeah, yeah. I I ain't gonna lie. Like the two of them on screen together is absolute fire. Like, it is the, fire. The chemistry is ridiculous. So it's fun to watch them when they're together. I just wish that Hope was was more. Um, I don't know more for Thomas when she's not in the same room with Thomas. Like I right. feel. Like with other people she kind of just brushes him off as if he doesn't mean anything to her you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I think she's ashamed of her feelings of him because what he did to her yeah and I wish that they would finally just address that so people can stop asking like how can you how can you be in a relationship with him or be bothered with him after what he did to you like, I just want them to stop with the, the best thing. The heart wants what the heart wants, and the other body parts want what the other body parts want, too. <laughs> yeah, but maybe, I don't know, maybe that'll happen this fall. Maybe they'll finally address it, and they'll put that part of it to rest. My thing is, what do you do with Finn at this point? I mean, Sheila Carter is always going to be attached to Finn. Either Steffi, Finn's going to have to get rid of his mom, or... Yeah. Stephanie's just gonna have to leave him alone because Finn. I don't know that. I'm wondering how they're gonna handle that. It, so. Are they gonna send Sheila packing a bit? Because a lot of the fans want her gone. I think something drastic is gonna happen. I hope so. <laughs> like what? The, <laughs> cliff? the cliff, Trish. Yeah, you know it. 
That's a long way down. Well, you know they ain't killing Sheila. I know. That girl is a legacy character across two shows. Yeah. But um, I do think drastic is going to happen, and I think Finn is going to be blamed for it. Well, what do you mean drastic like what? I don't know. Like Maybe they think Sheila's dead. Maybe they think something happened to her, or I don't know. Okay. With the way everybody has been saying you need to get rid of your mom or I think Liam said it um to him and then didn't he say it again to Ridge? Yeah. So I don't know that 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 little statement keeps popping up. So I feel like something is gonna happen and Finn is gonna be blamed for it. Yeah, I don't and then know. She up in three years, still alive and kicking. Because here's the thing, Finn will be backed in the corner unless he get rid of his mom because she was not going to stop coming, right? Mm-hmm. So even if he broke up with Steffi, just him being around town is still a connection to Sheila. Even Steffi says when she look at Finn, she sees Sheila, the features and everything. Yeah. How are you going to live like that with a man for the rest of your life mm-hmm. that reminds you of Sheila Carter, just by looking at it. I can't imagine them writing mm-hmm. off the father of, of Steffi's kid, though. I know. I just hate that. You know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. There's only other one other way that that could go wrong, and I know there's a lot of that could end this. There's a lot of rumors about this that uh, Sheila is not her, not truly his biological mother. Some people were saying it was Lauren. I don't care who it is. Just make it not Sheila. That could be (laughs) the only thing that ended is if she finds out that that is not her biological son. And she can leave them alone. But she has no ties to to him anymore. So either she would have to get out, get, you know, unalived or removed or back in jail, or that's not her son. Or they just need to stop writing her like an insane individual to where (laughs) she she does things that it's almost like the, the way that they have written her. There's not too much else that they can do with her because they brought her on here had her, uh, it was the incident where she shot both of them, mm-hmm. put her back in jail. Mm-hmm. They got her out of jail and now she's back obsessing over Finn. So it's like, why not just write her as a normal person and stop having her do all this ridiculous stuff that it's like you can go, you can only go one direction with the story now. Yep. <clears throat> The other thing is, there's so much bad blood and so much history, though. You would have to not only write her to do not do bad things, but you also got to erase the memories of the cat, rest of the cast because they can't stand yeah. her. Well, I they would like- have to give her, they would have to give her another chance, and that would be a total what 180? Is that what you call that? Yeah, that'd be totally ridiculous to do that. Well, I feel like that they they're. I feel like they could have achieved something like that. Not necessarily everybody forgetting what she did or, you know, just completely opening their arms to her and and welcoming her into like their lives. 
Mm-hmm. But when Taylor convinced Steffi to, to, you know, give her a little bit of a chance, and they did that, and then shortly after that was when everything basically went downhill. I feel like they didn't they didn't need to go that direction with it. There still could have been conflict and drama and little arguments here and there without the violent acts. You know what I right. mean? Mm-hmm. And, and it still would have been her character still would have been able to be around and have have storylines that didn't paint her into a corner. Right. It's, it's the same thing they did with Thomas. Like if you wanted Thomas to be a jerk. They could have easily done that without him being involved with the best story or without right. him chasing after Emma until she drove off a cliff and then standing there watching her die. Or without, you know, I, I don't know. It's like they go to drastic levels with some of the stuff that they do. And then when they try to redeem a character or um, invite a character into the show or back into the show like they did with Sheila it's hard to do because you can only go so far with the history that they have. Mm-hmm. And with Sheila, it's not as bad because like she's basically, she's been a villain since she's been on the show. With Thomas is basically, uh, it almost screws up his future on the show because everybody keeps bringing up all of his crap. Yep. 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 So yep. just like take it down a notch with the, the BS that they do doesn't have to be so dramatic or too out there to where you can't it's hard to reel it back in with them right I agree so well we'll see how this all pan out like I said you know if you guys haven't checked out the fall previews uh, those two videos are out there on this channel for both the young and the restless and the bold and the beautiful where I break down everything that the head writers had broke out for us to give us an idea of what this fall is going to look like with both shows. And, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see, you know, what, where does this whole Sheila thing end? You know, that's a good question. And then will Hope have a change of heart? Will she eventually give in to you know, the fact that, man, I actually got a man who truly loves me. I don't have to, you know, worry about him having a divided heart. Right? Yeah, I hope that at some point she's, you know, they're doing their thing or whatever, and like, they're laughing, and she just looks at him and realizes it, you know? Just make it kind of a pure scene. Yeah. And stop listening to your crazy mama. Right? I need a scene of her cussing broke out yeah that's like that's that's probably the best i've ever seen that character i mean other than of course her scenes with thomas but when she's like actually realistic with her mom and calls her mom on her bs like that that's like the best form of hope i agree yeah remember when she called her mom out when she had that blue nighty on and ridge was um just walking out of the house and she was trying to, you know, she was like, mom, look at you. What you got on? Why are you doing this? You know what you was up to. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I like when Hope stand, because it's like, at this point, this woman is grown, got kids, run a business and everything else. Let her figure out what she want to do with her, her love life. Yeah. 
you know, instead of you can't out of all the people you you can't be with her. Oh yeah, we forgot to talk about Thomas coming up to Spencer this week too. That was pointless. I, I that just annoyed me. I, that's just why. Yeah. Yeah, it's like why did you do that? You don't have yeah. to come up there and tell them to take his wife back. Mm-mm. Exactly. You are not the you are definitely not the one that needs to do that. No. No. And if Liam isn't gonna listen to Brooke or or uh, RJ or Wyatt mm-hmm. or Stephanie, why do you think that he's gonna listen to you? Exactly. It's like that not, none of that made sense. It and didn't then, go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just saying it didn't at all. I was agreeing with you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It didn't make sense. And then he turns around and said, It's because of you. She slept with the one man. You and he was like, "Look, you're gonna regret this," and I'm like, "Yeah, because you're gonna be tr- you're gonna try to be Mr. Steal Your Girl," mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But it was like that was pointless. Why did you go up there? You look that made him really look like a simp to me. That act, it's yeah, like it, why? It did. It was unnecessary. I almost felt like it was more of a. Um, something that he could just go back and tell Hope, like, hey, this is what I did for you today. It didn't work out, but look what I did. And it's yeah. like, and then Hope was all like, well, what did he say? Like, girl, that right there alone should have turned Thomas off. Right. <laughs> exactly. But, I mean, if you're going there to try to, to fix her. Like, why do you care what he said? Yeah. Exactly. Girl, please. Hope. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. They started out so good with this storyline going way back into June. They sure All did. her little fantasies, the Rome trip, them skipping down the street, you know, and then getting back, we got the Thope week, and then this. Right. So, yeah. All right. Let's go ahead. I think that is everything. Let's go ahead and um, do our last two segments. All right, girls, ladies, we who what are you flipping this week on the Young and the Restless? Um, mine would be Adam just walking out of the house when they start going in on him, especially when Nikki starts basically bashing him, him just walking away and telling him he doesn't need anything from any of them anymore. Don't ever ask him to come and head up any companies. I'm good. And just walks out. Instead of giving them the satisfaction of saying they're listening to what they have to say about him and his character. For sure. For sure. What you got, Trish? Um, I would actually, on the other side of the show, I would have, um, when Tucker walked out, I would have had Jack and Billy toasting and laughing that Tucker had no idea that Jack and Billy were doing their own plan instead of having Jack make a stupid remark that now sends Billy into a tailspin. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> what about you? I honestly was thinking about Sharon because I just, somebody needs to sit her down and tell her like, girl, <laughs> you're not cut out for this. I'm Did sorry. You know- <laughs> what'd you say I said you went over your head 
Yeah, you ran over your head, and to th- and then Nicholas was stupid enough to tell her, "Yeah, I'm going to talk to my dad to give you your company back." What you gonna do? Uh, <laughs> Nothing. Not a thing. Not a thing. Your daddy just told you you got one foot in and one foot out. You ain't getting nothing back. You know, I'd be like, girl, look, listen down. Let me tell you something. First of all, look at what happened to Devon. Did he get his company back? No. No. So use that as a lesson. And when you sign contracts, guess Mm -hmm. what? You got a contract. You ain't going to get out of that that easily. Mm -hmm. Mm Nope. I don't feel sorry for one iota. Um, Bree says after Adam got fired, he doesn't give a damn about trying to appease the Newmans. Then he decides to go after SNA and Newman Media just to dismantle it, and everybody's out of a job. Dang. Scorched Earth. Yeah, scorched <laughs> Earth. Exactly. <laughs> yep. All right. So, what y'all got for both? Um, my bolt flip is instead of Ridge going to Liam's office talking crap about Finn that he would have went there and told Liam like my daughter made her choice she went back home to her husband I'm gonna need you to back off mm-hmm. yep I like that one alright and what you got Trish I wish Hope would have handled the situation with Thomas differently where she cause she had already said to him when they were in their marathon bed that she wanted to explore it. Right. And to, you don't just put your hand in someone's hand when you're walking down the street automatically in a foreign city. I don't care who you are, if you don't mm-hmm. have feelings for that person. Exactly. So I wish she would have been real. Yep. I yeah. agree with you. That whole scene in Rome was like. Intimate. Very. I mean, y'all holding hands like y'all been dating for, for years or something. Right. And fit like a glove. And then she gonna get on a plane talking about, let's forget this happened. Yeah, right. what happened in Rome? Stay in Rome, girl, please. <laughs> I almost, I almost said a word that I shouldn't say. You say? You almost- I know, I could feel it. I could feel hey, it. Please, you all. What did they say? You almost cussed. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and my bold flip would have been Finn said, "Look, come home. Let's just pack up our stuff." And we're going to take the kids and we're going to take a break from this, you know, and I'm going to get you out of, because it actually solves two problems in a way. Sheila can't leave the country, not with her history, right? Mm-hmm. Because she got mm-hmm. record. And then it also pulls Steffi away from Finn. I mean, from uh, Liam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it would have been better for them to, and granted, I know Tanner Novlin, he got a family to take care of. He got a job to do, so he got to stick around. But I would rather for him to say, you know what, let's not go back to the house. Let's not stay at Eric's either. Let's go overseas and we take a break from all of this and, you know, take the kids. I would have liked that better than Liam would have been pissed. Yeah. Yep. That would have been great. Because I was hoping to get a a, um, a sadder reaction when Ridge told him that she went back to her husband. I looked at his face. I'm like, come on, Scott, make it look good. Right. Because, <laughs> you know, Scott is good at reaction. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I was hoping he was going to drop his head like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he's been trying hard. He's been shooting his shot. Oh, yeah. He totally has been invading that marriage. You know? I think 
tries to play it cool with other people though like he's not he's not trying it's more like a if she wants to come back to me I'm here and I'm I'm open for it and I'm going to take advantage of it if it happens but I don't think he's really admitted to anybody that he is actively in her ear trying to get her back yeah well I mean he did tell Ridge that remember that conversation they had about a week and a half ago Ridge know exactly how Liam feels about Stephanie. He knows how he feels, but does he know that he's been in her ear? Like I should have never let you go. Yeah, you know, I don't think he knows that part. Yeah, but um, yeah, just like Jasmine said, the same thing that uh, Stephanie and Finn going to Paris would be the perfect solution to the Sheila problem. It'd also be a perfect yeah. solution to the Liam problem too. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially. Um, then is the one that recommends it. Right. If he recommends it, she'll probably be like, okay, let's go. Pack up the kids. We out. Right. Even when she takes off on September 7th episode, I would have preferred the fan go with her. Lee should not have to tell him to go. Right. You should have went. And they could even do it to where he goes with her. He comes back for a few days to do stuff at the mm-hmm. hospital. So he gets some screen time and then leaves again and comes, you know what I mean? Or do video chat. Reports, exactly. They, they, you know, they had Jill doing video conference calls and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So they could figure out some kind of way to get Tanner Noblin some screen time to make some, you know, make some money or whatnot. But hey, the writers, okay? Right. Um, Let us write for them. We'll do an excellent job. I agree. Um, let me see. Another flip by Dewan is Finn off Sheila card and pushes her off the cliff. There I you know go, I want that to happen. We don't want oh. Finn to go to jail. <laughs> no, it will be in self-defense. Hmm, interesting. And the house camera security system will catch it. So he'll I guess scared. that might work, Trish. I've got okay. it all figured out. Um <laughs> <laughs> Phoenix Rising. I like that name. Phoenix Rising. Isn't that the same type of term that uh, uh, Phyllis had for the hotel? Grand Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Um, Thomas flipped the script on Hope and Hope to her, I'm free to, oh, and tell her I'm free to date openly. Can you handle that? Oh, in reverse. That would have been interesting if she was like, you know what, I cry, you know, are you able to handle this type of relationship? And he turned around and say, yeah, I'm able to handle it, but are you also able to handle me openly dating other people? Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, Thomas ain't nobody when he when hope wasn't even a a chance for him. Right, <laughs> so funny. He definitely ain't gonna do it now. Yeah, I know, but it was a good flip. Yeah. You know? Um. Dang, they already had to take a seat. Y'all ready to take seats already? We ain't <laughs> even got there yet. That's funny. Okay, so you know what? Let's do it. Who you got taking a seat on the Young and the Restless? Every single one of the Newmans. Even Adam? Including Adam. Dang, okay. What you got, Trish? You know, I'm going to say, I think... Uh, all of them and um, Kyle and Nate and Audra. Okay. Audra, for sure. That conversation between her and Nikki, the way she was 
like her tone of voice with Nikki. And it's like, girl, this woman can take your job in a heartbeat. That was sharp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And else. Yep. And she All right. Like that. I don't understand. I don't understand how she still has a job. Mm-mm. Yeah, me either. But Victor likes her, so. Mm-hmm. What if this late in the game they gave uh, uh, a love interest sniffing around Victor? No. <laughs> You're like, well, look at Eric and Donna. They have somebody. Like- I didn't even. Want, I didn't want that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then my take a seat is Sharon and Ashley. It's like, Ashley, do you actually believe that that girl is going to let you sit up there choking on a grape and like, yeah, go ahead, swallow it deeper. <laughs> I mean, come on. <clears throat> and then, Sharon, you know who you were dealing with. This is who you sign up with. And don't call Michael when Michael already works for Victor to help right. get that company back. It's stupid. Yeah. So, yeah, both of them need to take a seat for me. Um... Bree says that grape that choked Ashley need to take a seat. How dare you make <laughs> Diane look like a noble person? That won't change my mind about her. Well, <laughs> Bree got Bree and Jenna. Y'all can stand some Diane. <laughs> uh, let's see. All the Newmans and their ancillary snakes and Jack can take a seat. Ancillary snakes. Yeah, I, I, Jack is he's a good take a seat or two. Uh, Ron says Phyllis Tucker and Audra. Bonita says Victor, Nate, Audra, and Ashley. Bonita also said Kyle. Um, Dewan said Brooke and Eric. Jasmine says Victor and Nikki forever. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, especially when she was telling Summer to go save your marriage. Look at me and Victor. I'm like, do you want your daughter to go through what y'all went through? Right, that's really a mm-hmm. cursed relationship. I know, my God. Y'all have cheated on so many, with so many other people mm-hmm. in the process and got, sheesh. Yeah, I don't right. think you want Summer to do all that. No. Um, let's see. Dewan said Brooke and Eric. Oh, I did that. Ron Julian said Carter, Ridge, Finn and Liam take a seat on the couch. Nadia, the yellow player. Welcome. How long do you think Hope is going to last? Well, at least through fall. That's what it look like. LaShanta says Sheila, Deacon, and Finn. And Bree said Bold take a seat. World Tour and Pinecone Poppy, please see yourself through that key in Rome and get off my screen. Leave your grown kids alone. I don't think we did our B&B take a seat yet. Oh, we didn't. Okay. Mm-mm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Go to uh, Mine is Sheila. Mm-hmm. Um, for obvious reasons. And her telling Deacon Steffi is poisoning her son's uh, mind against her. And it's like, pretty sure he also remembers being shot. Um, you trying to kill his wife three times. Mm-hmm. You holding him hostage. <laughs> The confrontation with his mom. I don't think Steffi did any of that. That you you did all that yourself. Mm-hmm. So Steffi doesn't need to poison his mind against you, right? Um, and then, uh, what's that? Oh, Thomas, only because he went to Liam's job, and that was a pointless, ridiculous thing. Okay. 
All right, what oh, you got? Ben. Oh, Ben can take a seat because he ain't need to go up to Liam's job either. Sure. Okay. What you got, Trish? I mean, this might sound kind of harsh, but, and I say this only because, I mean, he really needs to just um, think about how he's handling his current situation, but I think Eric needs to take a seat. Oh. Dang. Okay, Trish. Well, I mean, things are going down and your loved ones need to know so they can help you, not pushed away because you're mad because he wouldn't instantly start helping you design. You're not 12. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, if I had to take some seats this week, it would definitely be hope. So, yep. Yeah. I, I need her. She needs to stand 10 toes down and figure out what she going to do. I mean, granted, yes, Thomas said, yeah, okay, I'll sign up for this, but do you realize what you're doing and who you're signing this up with? Mm -hmm. I'm not yeah. saying he's crazy, but he could go there. It's still somewhere down in there. He was a villain of the show. And I'm a Thomas fan saying this. Yep. Don't mess with that boy's head. You know, granted, yes, he said yes on the dotted line, but mm, I don't know if you wanted to offer him that contract. Yeah. So, Hope, you know, girlfriend, let's come over here and sit down with me. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> right. right. You know, you first of all, what you doing with this divorce decree? Y'all ain't filed the papers yet. What's up with that? Yeah. Number two, stop letting your mama run your life. Man. And number three, stop letting Liam tell you what to do because he got his own business he's trying to do with his ex. Right. And yeah, you need to you 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 need to take some time to kind of sort this out before you start trying to get your situationship friends with benefits thing going on. Yeah. So yeah, she taking a seat for me. That's a good one. It would have been nice to see Thomas ask her a few more questions before he agreed to. Yep. Arrangement. Mm -hmm. True. I, I agree with that. And in Hopefully. that case, they may even need a relationship agreement. Yeah, a relationship <laughs> agreement. <laughs> Funny. Boy, boy, boy. All right. So, Deacon Sheila and Finn, LaShanta said, Bree said, okay, I did the world tour pine cone poppy. Um, Brooke, take a seat. Bonita says, Ridge, Brooke, Deacon, Liam, and Sheila. Dewan says, Sheila got to go. Phoenix Rising says, Sheila need to take a coffin. Your time is up. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> uh, LaShanta said, Taylor, come. Where is Taylor? Yeah, let's, yeah, we need to have Taylor back. Right. Uh, Nadia says, take a seat, Liam Hope and Steffi. Um, Bree said, what? Not Eric. He's been sitting down most of the time. He finally got a storyline. I support Eric. That <laughs> he can have the storyline, but he still needs to take a seat and tell his people <laughs> the truth of what's happening. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Dewan says, Hope is malicious. LaShanta said, His noodle limp is now got authorized. Okay. Wait, say it again. She said, His noodle limp. Now he got oh. arthritis. Because <laughs> remember, he had the ED storyline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Melissa said, Hope is taking a seat on Thomas. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Boy, my chat. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Um, the one says Liam should take a seat and realize Steffi don't want him. St. John says Liam take a seat. Jasmine says she will need to take a seat strapped to a rocket to Pluto. <laughs> don't yeah, that's use Pluto. <laughs> there you go, Jazz. And Rashad says, Hope Brooke Finn, RJ Rich, and Sheila Ann Carter. Now, I don't think that was Sheila Carter. She said Sheila Ann Carter, as in. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so that is everybody. Now, who's y'all star of the week? And then we're going to close it out. Um, Mine would be Adam. Oh, my God. Okay. I was going to say Adam, too. I'm still going to say Adam. He was mm-hmm. so good this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Man, yeah, I can't. I ain't going to say Adam. I got to choose somebody different. So. You can pick Adam, too. It could nah, be- I'm going to switch it up a little bit. And, I mean, he did extremely well this week. But I give it to uh, Eric Braden for the punch him and that punch. Because oh, yeah, I was... Yes. He he was up in there yelling, talking about nobody can defeat him. And the only thing I could think about is him defeating his cancer. So I think he put that energy into that punching bag and being pissed off at his kids. So <laughs> I'll give him that. And what did, did, y'all got y'all stars in? Yeah, you said Adam. Both of y'all did. Okay. And what about Bold? Um, just based off that one single scene. Thomas and Hope. And that scene where she goes and locks the door and then pulls him to her by his chain. That was something else altogether. Yes, she did. She pulled that boy in with his chain like come hither. That was a yeah. one finger tug. I'm like, I, I'm gonna have to imp- use that one. Yeah. I, I just I just want to know if it was improvised or did they rehearse that? Because that felt very improvised. Very much so. I thought so too, Keish. I, I thought to myself, man. I bet you everybody that was filming that just went, oh, man. Yep. Made this right. Scene. They had to. Have. Yeah. yeah that Girl, she put that, yeah. She put that Yeah, she put that finger in that chain and pulled him closer. I was like, yeah. the door and the chain, that was the star of the week. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Is with that, that yours as well? Well, so I do agree with that 100%. And I also think whenever um, Steffi saw Sheila actually creeping into the back door, that was really good. That was that that made my skin crawl. Oh, okay. So you have the hot one and the skin crawl one. Yeah. What about you? Oh my God, this is a tough one for me because that hope scene was good, but I know you said it already. Um. No, I, I see. Okay, I give it to Sheila because the way she was creeping around that corner, they had the shadow of her head, and then when Steffi looked up, she stuck that head through that side of that that window. Mm-hmm. She it did look creepy, Trish. It was totally creepy. And Kimberly and Brown can do an excellent creep. She creeped it out, man. Yes, she did. So oh, I'll give no. it to Kimberly this week. <clears throat> All right, you guys, it was a great one. Oh, wait a minute. We got some stars in this chat. Adam and Thomas. Adam. Billy was Jasmine's star. Adam. Nikki was the star of the week for Ron. 
Lashanta said, always Steffi. Mary says, Victor. Bonita Steffi. Um, Ron. Jenna says, why did Victor think his kids were trying to defeat him? I don't know. They was, I know Adam wanted his company back. Uh, Ron says, Deacon and Sheila. St. John says, Nikki for being a bad bee. Uh, Dewan says, RJ Thomas and Hope. Oh, need to take a seat. Um, Bree says, Annika Noel. Mary says, Eric and RJ. Um, Lashanta says, Hope is doing a lot of stuff with Tommy. Mm -hmm. uh, Dewan said, Deacon was the star of the week. Sharquetta said, don't forget Thomas called out Liam almost getting pregnant. Huh? I don't get that one. Um, Lashanta said, good morning, every good morning. Where are you, Lashanta? <laughs> and because it's like, well, I know on Central Time Zone, it's a quarter to 10. And I think, Keish, it's a quarter to 11 where you are. Mm -hmm. All right. And Soul Inspired said that I wish they would redeem Sheila. We kind of talked about that earlier, too, so. Mm -hmm. And Bree says, yes. Hey, guys, it's over 100 people in the chat tonight. Thank you all. Please hit that like button and support the channel. So, yes, if you are not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. I post uh, previews, cast updates, early spoilers, regular spoilers, recaps, all of that on the YouTube side. We do the live chat every Friday night. Oh, I have to make an announcement about next Friday. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Oh, Instagram, TikTok, and I'm not on Facebook. I just, I'm over it. I, I go into the group chats, you know, the, the Young and the Restless groups, but I don't have my own platform over there. And, um, X, the previous Twitter. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Next Friday, I I won't be doing a live because I got to help my son move to Minnesota next Friday. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> you can do this. You got this. I know. I know. The, I I found out about this three weeks ago. So I've been uh, trying to finally wrap my head around it Aww. but it's an exciting thing but at the same time that's the last one to go so yeah yeah um we will be sending you love and positive thoughts yes I we know. will and my my son was like mom now let me let me say this when you leave me in minneapolis please don't stop. i'm like you're not helping <laughs> <laughs> don't she said don't start i'm like you're not helping just let let me let me figure it out. Um, so yeah, next Friday there will not be a show. You gotta work next week, Keisha. You gotta work this weekend. Uh next weekend. You do. Okay, so that works out in your favor, don't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what we'll do is we'll come back the week of the what is that? The eleventh through the fifteenth? Yes. Yeah. 11th through the 15th, and we'll just try to cover the two weeks. So that could probably be a long live, depending on how much drama happened over these next two weeks. I will be, um, just as a heads up, I will be out of town that weekend. Girl, you always going out of town. <laughs> no, go ahead. Where you going? Have some fun? Uh, yeah, San Antonio. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. It should okay. be better, you know, cooler weather down here by then. 
Yeah, hopefully so. I hope anyway. I'm Are you ever going to really have to? No, I'm in Houston, so it's about okay. four hours away. Okay. We're actually so we're going we're going to San Antonio during the week, <clears throat> and then over the weekend we're actually driving down to Houston as well. Oh, cool. Well, maybe you'll stop by and see Key, uh, see Trish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if y'all are going to be at a restaurant or something, um, message me and let me know. Yay! That's cool. Too bad I can't. I'd love that. <laughs> Only I don't want to. I don't want to infiltrate your party. But if you get a wild hair, <laughs> let me know. Wow, that's cool. Yep, so, okay, so, but Trish, would you be back on the week of the 15th? I don't believe that there's any conflict on my on my calendar. Okay. I think we're good. Gotcha. Okay, dokie. So, we'll reconvene with the live then. I'll still be doing the recaps, you know, but um, an actual full live, yeah, I will be get helping him get set up and, you know, get everything situated and then, you know come back on Sunday and that's going to be a six hour drive back. I'm not going to feel like getting on a live on a Sunday. So safe travels. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, all right guys, that is all. And I will talk to you guys in about two weeks. Bye everybody. Bye. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS soap dish recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.